has a very limited range, only about three kilometers, even with the best equipment. And so you really have to be almost right on top of it in order to hear it. And the batteries are for, that, for those pingers are about to expire, which then will lead into an even harder search where you need to now send down robotic submarines and other devices to actually start looking in the ocean bottom, and that goes even slower. Thames Water is under pressure to take action to stop raw sewage flowing through people's homes and gardens in Buckinghamshire. Aylesbury MP David Liddington says the company has questions to answer over its handling of the problem in Hewenden. Ewan Duncan reports. Thames Water says the recent flooding overwhelmed the sewage system in Hewenden. Untreated waste ended up in people's homes and gardens, even at bus stops. Residents have had to buy water pumps at their own expense to get rid of the sewage. Aylesbury MP David Liddington fears it could happen again and says efforts by Thames Water to solve the problem in the past haven't worked. It's being reported that the actor Mickey Rooney has died at the age of 93. Nick Hyam looks back at his life. Now the milkman's on his way. It's too late to say goodnight. Mickey Rooney was 19 when he made Babes in Arms with Judy Garland. She was just setting out on the road to stardom. He was the real thing, the veteran already of 120 films. He'd been an irrepressible child star, one of the world's top box office attractions as Andy Hardy, the lead character in a series of films about a chirpy, cheeky boy next door. At 21, he married Ava Gardner. But he grew up too quickly, and his private life was a mess. He went broke twice. His career had so many ups and downs, he called himself the rubber ball of showbiz. In sport, Hertfordshire's Lewis Hamilton won the Bahrain Grand Prix with Mercedes teammate Nico Rosberg second. Daniel Ricciardo finished fourth in the Red Bull with Sebastian Vettel in sixth. The weather will be cloudy with outbreaks of rain today but becoming dry by this evening. Top temperatures around 15 degrees Celsius, 52 degrees Fahrenheit. Get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash threecounties. BBC Three Counties Radio's big tour of beds, hearts and bucks. It's good community spirit. Everybody knows everybody. It's all about where you live. It's a biggish town, but it's got a villagey feel. And all this week, we're featuring Berkhamstead. Sometimes if I'm in town and it's sunny and it's lunchtime, I just buy a sandwich and go and sit down by the canal and enjoy it. The big tour of beds, hearts and bucks. BBC Three Counties Radio. Guys, uh, breaking news. Catherine Boyle's got some kind of weird rash going on. What's that? Yeah, I don't know. I think I might be allergic to uh, you. Hard, hard work. Hard work. Yeah. Shall I get on with the show? Please. Okay, yeah, thank fine. you. Yeah, okay. Lots to talk about this Have you morning. Got any ointment? Sorry? Have you got any ointment? I can get some. No? That's right, Kelly. Yeah, from the, from the uh, chemists. Go on then. In a second, when there's a song on. Calamine. Okay, right, I'm trying to... I'm about to... Right. Go. Young footballers want travellers to clean up their pitch. Campaigners want suspected paedophiles to be tagged. Well, you would, wouldn't you? And councillor wants Yarlswood to take better care of detainees. 0845. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Should we have a song to start with? Yes. And you're going to sit there for this whole song, are you? I might. Three minutes, 28 of, of me and you in the same studio with nothing to say to each other. I might just go and stand outside for Would three minutes. Would you do minutes. that? Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Thanks. I want to do your things. I don't want to 
way to uh, to start a show, isn't it? Better than the words we we uttered. Hang on, have some of that. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Now, campaigners for the rights of abused children are calling for tougher restrictions on the movements of suspected paedophiles. The National Association for People Abused in Childhood is speaking out after a Hemel Hempstead man had to be sentenced in his absence last week after failing to turn up for his final day in court. Police launched a manhunt and and, uh, 39-year-old Ian MacDonald from the Heights was eventually found on Friday evening. Catherine Boyle joins me in the studio. Catherine, do do we know why he was able to leave? Well, he was able to leave because he was in his rights to. Ian MacDonald had been accused of indecently assaulting a three-year-old in Hemel Hempstead in 2002. He denied the charge and was awaiting a verdict from the jury. In the meantime, it would appear he lost his nerve and decided to leave court and disappear. He wasn't being held on remand, so his whereabouts were not being tracked. So did you say a three-year-old? Yes, I did. Gosh. Uh, Where does that leave the case now, then? Well, the jury came back with a guilty verdict and Judge Stephen Gullock sentenced MacDonald in his absence to four years in prison and issued a warrant for his arrest. So this launched a manhunt by Hertfordshire Police. They went to several addresses across Hemel Hempstead before finding him in the town on Friday night. He's been re-arrested and a 20-year-old man from Hemel has been arrested on suspicion of harbouring and assisting an offender. And his carer, who helped MacDonald escape from court, has also been convicted, is that right? Yes, a woman, Hayley Smith, she's been jailed for 14 weeks for helping MacDonald escape from court. She's admitted driving him to St Albans train station in his mobility car. She said that MacDonald had tried to escape earlier on in the trial on the Tuesday, but she managed to talk him round on that occasion. Um, she was his carer for five years. Gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm speechless at all of this. This has led to calls for a change in the law, hasn't yes, it? Yes, and those calls come from Peter Saunders, who I'm sure you'll remember, and in fact you'll be talking to him in an hour's time. Peter is a survivor of abuse himself and set up the National Association for People Abused in Childhood to support and campaign on behalf of others in that situation. And he wants people accused of child sex crimes to be su- subject to tighter restrictions. All these cases which involve the abuse of children or young people are extremely serious. The consequences for the victims are absolutely horrendous. They, they can last a lifetime. If somebody is accused of a very serious crime, often they will be remanded in custody, and I think that's absolutely correct. And I can't think of a more serious crime than crimes against children, and particularly crimes of this kind carried out against practically a baby I mean, this says something about the nature of the the offender. Um, I mean, we would argue they should probably be in custody whilst they're awaiting trial anyway. Um, But at the very least, if they're not in custody, I would have thought we should look at something like tagging them because they are people who pose a, a very real and present danger to children. Come on, come on, get on, get up, look like You're enjoying my company Home said he can't change the world You're not the one of my fools You were born to have my baby now Don't cry, my precious one Cause I ain't got no sympathy for you And I am, I feel like I wanna bite his head off Yeah, that'd be fun Cause I sure got an appetite I click my heels together three times It sparked a little but nothing happened And the 
Enjoy your halo Ain't fit it that good for a little while now You ain't got that certain glow That I get a kick out of Like it bothers me I'm taking it on the chin with a grin But my feet are itching and itching He says, damn cry my precious one Cause I ain't got no sympathy for you I am, I feel Smash his face in, yeah, that'd be fun Cause I sure got a fist for a fight I click my heels together three times They sparked a little, but nothing happened And the big bad wolf's still in my bed And I am, I feel I sometimes think that you forget that I'm guys good question yeah very good question kelly and uh, considering you're in charge of the music shame on you for not we should have been playing that we were doing we were doing 90s week last week that would have sat perfectly in there it would have been just right then why didn't only never mind travel news for beds hearts and bugs bbc three counties radio Good morning. Things already starting to look busy at the Park Street roundabout. Both the A414 and the North Orbital approaches are heavy going. In Luton on the speed sensors, Vauxhall Way is looking slow as you head towards the airport and the Kidneywood roundabout. And in Wing, Leighton Road, slow going southbound as you approach the High Street. I'm Alice Glossop, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Alice. Coming up, we'll be speaking to Justin Dealey about whether a statue should be erected uh, for Margaret Thatcher. But before that, 6.16, it's Monday the 7th of April. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. There are calls for action to stop people accused of child sex crimes escaping from court after a paedophile ran off from St Albans Crown Court. Thames Water is under pressure to deal with overflowing sewage pipes at Hewenden in Buckinghamshire. And it's reported that actor Mickey Rooney has died at the age of 93. 
the weather today, cloudy without breaks of rain. If you want to give us a call about what we're talking about, or... Do you know what I mean? Anything. You can give us a call about anything you want, to be honest. 08459 455 555. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Yasmin Khan. On BBC Three Counties Radio. Um... Nick Coffer on BBC Three Counties Radio. How about a bit of murder and death, particularly local murder and death from the 19th century? I mean, one of the crimes in the book, I think there's a potential there for miscarriage of justice. Here until three o'clock this afternoon. More great music to come in the next two and a half hours. Every once in a while, I like a little bit of epic on this programme. Nick Coffer. Today, I'm just outside of Aylesbury at Stoke Mandeville. I'm at Hula, which is an animal rescue centre in the paediatrics ward of the L&D Hospital. They get their own Ward. Nick Coffer, weekdays from 12 on BBC Three now, Counties Radio. When is, when is, do we know when the cough's back? Because the cough fads are a wee babby. Not him, his wife. <laughs> a man can't pass a baby yet. When do we know when he's back? Helen has, uh, Lee has been doing an excellent job filling in for him. Excellent. Thoroughly enjoyed listening to Helen. Uh, yes. Um, but how, how long is, is the cough going to take off? Uh, I think the usual is about a week, isn't it? So he's had four days. I would say two weeks. Two weeks? I would say two weeks. Okay. Well, I know I'm not... He might have booked some extra holiday. I we don't, don't know, know what his arrangements do, are, do we? I don't... This is what I'm asking. We don't know what the cough's extra arrangements are. He's probably up now. Should I give him a ring? No. No, don't disturb him. I just... Cough, if you're listening... By the way, I've decided I'm going to start calling you the cough. <laughs> I should have told him that. I've told him now. Cough, if you're listening, like he'd be listening with a, when he's got a, a weak old baby. Of course he will. He'd be watching all kinds. Um, uh, when are you back? Do you, do you, we just need to know. In about two weeks. That's not him. In about two weeks. Oh. All right, Nick. Do you mind if I call you the cough? Like Rob's mate. Apparently he's had a lot of cigarettes over the past week. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me. I miss him. Oh, I miss him too. He's, I'm, I'm, I miss his uh, colour. What? You mean his jumpers? Yes, his oh, right, jumpers. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking back And to trousers and shoes. We had um, some friends come round at the weekend mm-hmm. and they had three boys, four, uh, four, three and two, something like that. No, wasn't, names? <laughs> Catherine, that wasn't their names, that was their ages! Um, where's that song, Kelly? Well, I'm... it's Frozen, I'm so, trying to get it. OK, right. It's not Frozen, it's a, it's a different song, but I can't get it. Four, three, and two. What happened? Uh, well, one was longer, longer than two. <laughs> Hang on, I'm breaking these in for someone. Uh, one, one was like one. Okay. And I've forgotten how much hard work they are at that age when okay. they're just crawling around. No, aren't they much easier? Well, they're, they're just it's more a... psychological torture now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But the ba- babies, newborn babies, are hard work, man. I no, couldn't. Lovely. Do... Just park them. No, no. Two o'clock in the morning. Three o'clock in the morning. Four o'clock. What do you want? What do you want? At least with a four-year-old, we can sort of argue about what he wants, even though it's completely irrational and bonkers. But with a with a baby, yeah. But with a baby, they only want one of three things: they want to go to sleep, yeah. they want to be fed, yeah. Not the bombers change. That's me. That's, that's forty-year-old men as well. Kelly's texting someone. I'm tweeting. Right. Okay. Have you got the song? Because we no, are not it's frozen. Well, I'm still. I'm still waiting. How for long it. is it going to take? Because I don't want to play Robbie Williams and Candy. Shall I put another song in? No. Put the song in. I requested. Yeah, but it, it's all well and good saying such things. Isn't it just? I. He's. He's not here. I'm oh, sorry. Um. I. It's loading. I'm trying my 
my hardest by looking at it. There's not much you can let's do. Let's try. Okay, let's encourage what, Kelly by looking computer? by looking at Kelly. If you all look at the screen, we're looking at you. you. Can see the green bar that moves across it. Perhaps let's I, me get onto that. Perhaps side. I could um, help. You're listening to the BBC, funded for by you. Funded for. Funded for. Funded. Funded for. It's not even quarter of a way across yet. It might be more entertaining if you just play Heim. I'm not playing I'm not playing that rubbish. It's what? good. No, mate. No, mate. No, mate. I'll get you a song. I'll get you a pucker song. Pucker? Do you remember um, Jamie Oliver had a band, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, he- it was Dancing in the Moonlight. <laughs> no, that wasn't his band. I saw him on the advert with them. That's oh, his band, isn't it? No, no, he's not Top Loaders. But he was the drummer in a band. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I'll find a song. I'll find is a song. Is that story going anywhere? No, no, it's it's filling. Oh, that was just that. It's filling. Here we go. I'll find a song. Right, beautiful. Okay, you can't get yours. We'll have a little bit of this. Beautiful. Oh, really? Why not? It's an interesting choice. Well, it's, it's better than anything you just found. I haven't found anything Exactly. Yet. Oh, so yeah, you're right. Should we sing it together? Or should we just... What's that face? All right, I get, I'm getting the evils. You don't want that. You don't want a bit of classic owl. Just hurry up because I'm trying to get a guest up. Is that what you do? I was happy with that one. Were you? Okay, right. Well, let's have a little bit of this.
That is a song! Seriously, people knock Barry Manlow. You write a song half as good as that. Go and write a song half as good as that. He loves a key change, doesn't he? Oh, man, he invented the key change. He didn't, but it's just a... He loves a key change, doesn't he? He loves a key change. I've got got to go to a guest, girl, so make it quick. Just a quick question. Is there a song about a bloke called Ian? No, the only song the name Ian is mentioned in... Well, here's a quiz question for you guys. There's one pop song by one of uh, Britain's biggest rock stars... Ian Heavy, He's My Brother. ...where the name... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, Beavis and Butthead in there. Where the name Ian is mentioned. What song is it and who's the artist? Oh, eight four five nine four double five. Ian, oh, Mrs Jones. No, now, on Friday, we told you uh, a group of young footballers from Toddington couldn't get onto their pitch because travellers refused to get off it. Then, towards the end of the show, we heard the police had arrived to evict them. So they got the kickabout they were longing for then, I hear you cry. Well... No, they didn't. We're joined now by Jake Kirby, chairman of Toddington Rovers. Morning, Jake. Good morning. So we were all kind of excited, thinking, ah, well done, at last. They've, they've, they've um, been turfed off. But what actually happened? Um, well, you may recall the uh, travellers had firstly occupied um, one of our uh, pitches during the middle of last week, and uh, they were successfully evicted by the police. Um, but that resulted in them moving to another area, which we also play football on. Oh. Um, and so we couldn't play there. Uh, they were served notice to leave, and they did so uh, in compliance with that notice during the course of Saturday afternoon. So both pitches, or both areas, are clear now of travellers? They're clear of travellers, yes. But, but we cannot play on them. Why can't you play on them? Um, there is a, a significant amount of, um, I guess, refuse is one way to <clears throat> explain it, um, and also litter on both pitches, um, or both areas, and also there is um, damage to the turf, um, particularly on one area, um, less so on the other. Now, when you say um, refuse and clear your throat like that, what, what exactly are you trying to say? Uh, well, it, it's, it's rubbish, but right. it's not just um, little bits and bobs of litter. Oh, it's a load um, of it, is it? Quite large piles of rubbish, yes. Oh, how much is that going to cost to clear up and, and repair all the damage done, do you know? Um, no, I don't. No, we'll, we'll be liaising with the Paris Council um, oh, to help us do that and also to find out how long it will be before we can get back onto the pitches. And who pays for that? Do, do you pay for that? Or, or, or does the council pay for, for that? Or what, what happens? The council will pay for that. Oh, mate. So, in one way, it's kind of success, but you, just as disappointing because you've got no idea when you might get back on there. That's right, yeah. I mean, it's, it's success, but it's come at a price, unfortunately, um, for everybody involved. So um, we'll just have to find out how long that's going to take um, before we can get back on and get playing football. How are the um, the young football players taking all this? Um, well, I, I guess they're disappointed, really, but, um, you know, they're, they're, they're quite a, a solid bunch and they'll just get on with it. We'll try and find some other areas for them to play and mm-hmm. to practice. Um, and I'm sure um, they're a resilient group, so they'll just... Uh, Get on with it, I guess. Good for them. Well, Jake, listen, g- keep us informed. I hope it's not too uh, too long to clear up and you can get back on there as soon as possible. OK, thanks very much and thanks for taking interest. Oh, Jake, thank you very much. Appreciate your time. Jake Kirby, chairman of Toddington Rovers. We got all excited on Friday when we heard that they'd been moved off. Well, it turns out they just moved to another pitch and they've left a load of old rubbish. We've gone from both pitches now, but... It's in an absolute state. Isn't that a shame? Thank you, Jake. Let's hope things get sorted soon. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio.
The M40 northbound is blocked between Junction 6 for Watlington and 7 for Tame after a vehicle fire. All traffic is being held at the moment while the fire brigade tend to it. Uh, the M25 anti-clockwise already very heavy between Junction 26 for Waltham Abbey and 25 for Enfield. And on the speed sensors, the A1M southbound building up around Junction 7 for Stevenage. Public transport has no reported problems. I'm Alice Glossop, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's half past six. I'm Lee Agnew. The headlines, there are calls for tighter security to stop people accused of child sex crimes escaping from court. It comes after a paedophile from Hemel Hempstead ran off while a jury was finding him guilty of indecently assaulting a three-year-old girl. A Royal Navy ship has arrived in the southern Indian Ocean where signals that could be linked to the missing Malaysia Airlines flight have been detected. A Chinese ship picked up two pulses there, raising hopes they could be from the plane's flight recorder. Thames water is under pressure to take action to stop raw sewage flowing through people's homes and gardens in Buckinghamshire. Aylesbury MP David Liddington says the company has questions to answer over its handling of the problem in Hewenden. And the actor Mickey Rooney has died at the age of 93. By the age of 19 he'd made 120 movies. The weather will be cloudy with outbreaks of rain but becoming dry by this evening. Top temperatures around 15 degrees Celsius. That's 52 degrees Fahrenheit. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hertfordshire's Lewis Hamilton won the Bahrain Grand Prix with Mercedes teammate Nico Rosberg in second place. Daniel Ricciardo finished fourth in the Red Bull with Sebastian Vettel in sixth. On to football and Watford drew one all against Burnley in the Championship. In League One, the MK Dons beat Coventry 2-1 and goal scorer Isel McLeod believes they can still finish in the playoffs. We just got a try and find a little bit more consistency because like you say it keeps going you think it's gone and then but we we keep believing that we can go and win our, our next five games we've got five more five more games we just got to keep believing that we can win them and hopefully uh, we can uh, nick that, that sixth place Elsewhere, Wickham beat Dagenham 2-0 in League 2 and it was another victory for Luton Town, beating Aldershot 1-0 in the conference. Liverpool returned to the top of the Premier League table with a 2-1 win at West Ham. They're two points clear with five games remaining, but manager Brendan Rodgers knows they still have to play their nearest rivals, Chelsea and Manchester City. The finish line's still a way out. There's still a way to go. You know, Five games is a lot of games and a lot of points. Um, but it's nine games we've won now in a row and that shows that the, the character and mentality of the team and how it's improved. Norwich City have sacked manager Chris Hewton with the Canaries just one place above the relegation zone. Great Britain went out of the Davis Cup quarterfinals with Andy Murray losing to Fabio Fognini in straight sets. And finally, Oxford won the 160th boat race, beating Cambridge by 11 lengths. BBC Three Counties News and Sport, more at 7 o'clock. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Nick Coffer. BBC Three Counties Radio. You right, Kath? Um, what happened? Well... Do you want to pick that up? 
No. You made a bit of a mess there. You did that. You're a bad girl. Lobbed the papers at Didn't me. lob the papers at you. I, didn't. I, I think anyone would recognise that as a lobbing. I passed the papers to you in a an affectionate... speed in the face. In an affectionate manner. I was doing you a favour because you could have come round and picked them up yourself. Don't because Nigel's going to phone up again and have another pop at me. So he should. By the Team way, Nigel. by the way, um, if you missed the last ten minutes of Friday's show, the last ten minutes of the last week... Uh, we had a phone call from an angry listener, Nigel, who's probably listening today. Good morning, Nigel. Thank you. Uh, don't. Uh, if you missed it, it's in the podcast. I thoroughly recommend you go to iTunes, download... Where's the sun? I've got it. Oh. Uh, download the podcast and listen to the last ten minutes where Nigel... Um, N- Nigel accused me of bullying the team. <laughs> By team, he means uh, Boyley and Scoinsy. Yep. Let's just say Paul Scoins isn't in today. Huh? So, Nigel, who's the bully? Who's the bully? Is it... It's not Paul Scoynes. It's not Paul Scoynes. Is it the person that got... Uh, it, it, that complained and got Paul Scoynes enforced gardening leave? Is it? Some people... That was me. Some people might say that's bullying. Some people might say that that's um, just looking after my best interests at heart. That's showbiz. That's showbiz. And obviously the uh, boss agreed with me. It's not show friends. And the, the board agreed with me. Oh. So There's a board. Yep, there's the board of governors. Uh, they agreed with me. So all I'm saying is, you picked the wrong guy to mess with. Don't goad him again. Simon's from Sandy. Good morning. Good morning, Simon from Sandy. What have you got for us today, please? Well, I was thinking about the pop song with the word Ian in that you were going There's on There's only one pop song in the world that mentions the name Ian. What is it? Ian Dewey and the Blockheads. Oh, I want to be straight. He's in there. He says, oh, my name's Ian. OK, right. There are two... Po- no, right now, see, I would... No, steady, calm down. You know, I wouldn't say that Ian Jury was pop. Oh, hang on. on. He was well, kind of like um, Scar. He yeah, was like, he had number one, of course, but... Yeah, well, hit me with your rhythm stick. Hit me slowly, hit me quick. Uh, Simon, oh. it's a good effort. I didn't know that. I will, I will let that into the Hall of Fame. Thank you, Simon. The Hall of Fame. What does that even mean? I don't know. It's a good answer. We'll have that one. Uh, okay, but there is another pop song by one of the biggest rock stars in the world that features the name Ian. Oh eight four five nine four double five five. Has anybody seen my good friend Ian? That one. What was nice about that was you started it and you realised it was longer than you thought it was going to be, but no, you, no, you saw I was, it through I committed, to the end. I committed. Have you found that song yet, Kelly? No, but I'm getting there. I'm, I'm closer than I was. 20 minutes ago. Because I'm not playing Haim, and I'm not playing... I'm not playing Haim, and I'm not playing Robin Williams. Oh, I don't play him. No. I can get you a a different... I get you a good song. Okay. Oh, look, I found a good song. How about a bit of this? Uh... Yeah? uh, Yeah? This um, is Haim, but before Haim. Yeah, exactly. All right. Yeah? Kath? Yeah? No? Yeah? Na, 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 na. They can't be bothered to harmonise, can na, they? Na, na, na. Look, he's bored. bored. Yeah. Thank you. He's not Ian, no.
you could have just heard the conversation that Catherine and I were having. Well, it's uh, mostly you. Can we just throw this out there? You were joining in, actually. No, That's unfair. No, well, no. That's unfair, mate. I was doing a face. Banana Rama. Yes. Are they the great lost pop talent of the UK? Or are they, as Catherine said, just three girls from the office who've had a few drinks? Getting up doing some <laughs> karaoke. karaoke. <laughs> they did sound like they couldn't be bothered. Phil, what do you reckon? But Banana Rama, one of Britain's greatest pop groups or a bit rubbish? A bit rubbish, really. Oh, OK, Phil. I thought... <laughs> I, what, 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 are you underwater or something? Sorry? <laughs> are you underwater? I, well, I am a bit underwater, yeah. It's a bit wet out here. Oh. OK, I've got to stop doing the voice. It's not fair on you, but in, inside my head, I'm doing the voice. Phil, what have you called in about? Um, Ian. I think the Ian Hunter from Mott the Hoople, all the young dudes. Well, he doesn't, he doesn't mention the name Ian in the song, does he? Does he have to? I didn't hear that part. Oh, it. for oh. goodness sake, oh, Phil. That's I'm the, so sorry. That's the, that's the part. The part. Sorry. The part. I didn't hear that. Sorry. The part oh, is... I, right, well, I'll let him go, because you might know it. The part is that there is only one song, uh, Ian Jury to one side, there is only one song that features the name Ian in, as far as I'm aware, and it's by one of the biggest rock stars in the world. He's British, he's written a song, and it's got the name Ian in. Oh, it's Ian Heavy, isn't it? What? Ian, Ian Heavy. Yeah. He's my brother. Oh, Phil, for goodness sake. He's right. He's not, no, he's not right. He makes it's, a point. No, he doesn't. He doesn't make any point. It's actually the name Ian. He's actually Ian says... Ian Heavy. No. He, he actually... He's my brother. He actually says... Don't call you E. Some people call me E. They don't do it for long. Uh, there is... The name Ian is mentioned in a song by one of um, the, the biggest rock and roll stars in the world. If you know, give E a ring. Oh, 08459 oh, affordable 5555. Do you know what I nearly five. swore then? I know you did. I ne- nearly, you cheeky. 08459. Yeah, you've done that. And also, Banana Rama. Where do we rate Banana Rama in Britain's pop? I remember Banana Rama were huge. They had more hits than the Supremes. Fact. It's so much so that the, the hit that tipped them over the edge was a Supreme song. There was a big kind of um, publicity campaign. They did the uh, Nathan Jones. And that video for um, Venus. Wowzers. Thanks, girls. Thanks. I want to thank you for that. I want to thank you for that. Kels, you know what I'm talking about? I don't, but I'm going to watch it. <laughs> Have you found that song yet? It's loading. I found the song. It's now saving oh, into our system. Sakes. Shall we have a look at the papers, Catherine? Yes, what have you got? Go on. I found this funny thing. Oh! I found a funny thing. I mean, there's pictures of... Um... You, you say funny. It's about dead Chinese people. Yeah, but it's the way they deal with it, isn't it? It's how you deal with it that Go makes on. it, it funny. Is. It is. You're uh, right. Let it me is. just find it. Oh, no, no, not that bit. Think about a woman who's found uh, I'll do love mine. for her own body after um, posing naked, apparently. The Daily Mail, front page. Now, I, we, we have some older listeners to this show, so let me put this out there. Let me toss this in your direction. Elderly NHS patients suffering in silence, says Health Watchdog. They are just too polite to make a fuss. Tens of thousands of elderly patients are enduring appalling NHS care because they are too frightened or too polite to complain. Now... We have some older listeners to this show, and boy, oh boy, I- I'm so pleased we do. Are you too polite? When I, say, when I say older, let's say 65 and over. Are you too polite to complain? Do you suffer in silence? Or do you waggle your walking stick in the general direction and say, Oi, sort it out! I'm quite looking forward to being elderly so that I will have yeah. that free licence. Oh, man, alive. To tell everybody off. Yeah. 
totally. 08459 four double five five double five. Are you elderly and are you too polite to complain? I don't think so. Have you been in hospital recently? Was the person opposite you complaining the whole Moaning Malcolm. Time? Was he a moaning Malcolm? And we listen, we know you're not too polite to complain because you phone up to complain to me. Yeah. So in your face, Daily Mail, what have you got? You found it now. Chinese families are hiring out-of-work actors to cry at funerals when relatives wow. just too busy yeah, to attend. Yeah, those Chinese are very busy. For about £300, seven professionals will wail loudly, as expected of family mourners in a traditional Chinese ritual, and encourage others not to be embarrassed to join in. Wow. I would hire people to sing. Like choir? Yeah, well, no, like, you know, in the audience... Who would you... Is it called an audience in a funeral? You know what I mean? When you sing, you've got hymns and that. No one sings them, muttering. Because they're quite sad. It's a funeral, love. Yeah, so you get some, um, what they call them... um, Professional... Holler girls, what they're called. Um, Hula girls? No, what like Bez was. Um, who are the um, the roly polies? No, them um, <laughs> roly polies. People, that? people who are dancers. They're just to drug um, takers. Raz the crowd up. Crowd razzers. Yes. What are you they get called? some crowd razzers. Pom pom girls. No, kind of. Not and uh, not cheerleaders. Girl girls. Mm. No, that might be too much. People to sound enthusiastic. Oh wait, four, I five, would hire nine, them. Four, double, five. But which actor would you hire for your funeral? Um, Benedict Cumberbatch. Number <laughs> Butch. Is that his name? He is, though, isn't he? Very. Um, I would have Juliet Stevenson. Did you oh, see her in Truly Madly oh, Deeply doing that, that really snotty crying? <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. what she did. Hey, some good news. Uh, you know my oh, mum's. You well, joined in? Y- yeah, no, I was just. just oh. um, the weekend. Uh, you know my mum's going to hospital to yes. get some treatment done, to get some really important treatment done. There was a thing on Radio 4 that the head of the Care Quality Commission, the CQC, was on the radio, OK, on Radio 4, being interviewed. He said there are some hospitals that people should not be going to. Oh. It's exciting. And well, the, the, or worrying. Yeah. And the reporter said, would you name them? He said, no, I don't want to name them. He said, go on, name them. So he named one. And he said, right, it's unfair to name one. Name another one. Wexham Park Hospital. Oh, the hospital my mum's going to! Oh, no. The hospital my mum is going to every week! If they know this, surely the hospital should be the first to know that they're not up to scratch. They should sort it out! So every week, I'm going there tomorrow. Every Tuesday, I'm sitting in the hospital with my mum that the head of the CQC has said people shouldn't be going to. What's your experience been there? It's been all right. Fair point. Fair point. Well made. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Banana Rama. Are they the great lost British group? Uh, the song by one of the biggest stars in the world that features the name Ian and whatever Catherine just said there. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. The M40 northbound is blocked between Junction 6 for Watlington and 7 for Tame because of a vehicle fire. All traffic is being held at the moment. Also having an impact on the southbound carriageway, which has been closed between Junction 8A for Oxford and 6 for Watlington because of smoke blowing over. Also making things slow between Junction 7 for Tame and 6 for Watlington on the southbound carriageway as people slow because there is still thick smoke across that section of the road. The M25 anti-clockwise, we've got reports one lane is blocked just after Junction 25 for Enfield after a van broke down. We've got congestion going back to Junction 26 for Waltham Abbey. Public transport has no reported problems. I'm Alice Glossop, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Alice. Alice? Yeah? Your thoughts... Oh, I've just realised how, how old you are. Your thoughts <laughs> on Bananarama? Walk Like an Egyptian is one of my favourite songs. OK, but your thoughts on Bananarama... Are they not... not is that not by Bananarama? That's the bangles. Oh. Should we try again later? Maybe. Thank you. I tweeted Susanna Hoffs at the weekend. Oh, yeah. again? No, no. 
she you can't get done for stalking. Right, thank you very much indeed. It's 6.47. It's Monday the 7th of April. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. There are calls for action to stop people accused of child sex crimes escaping after a paedophile ran off from St Albans Crown Court. Thames Water is under pressure, nice one, to deal with overflowing sewage pipes at Hewenden in Buckinghamshire. Water pressure. And the actor Mickey Rooney has died at the age of 93. Let's get the weather. Here's Kate. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Good morning. It's a rather mild but damp, wet, grey start to the week. There's a lot of rain around making its way right the way across all three counties at the moment. Some of the bursts quite heavy as well. It's likely to have a bit of an impact on the rush hour with a kind of lot of standing water on larger roads and surfaces. So something to watch out for a little bit later on this morning. Some drier spells to follow this main band of rain uh, but also the rain outbreaks continue really throughout the afternoon as well. It's accompanied by quite a strong gusty southerly breeze but none of that's impacting on the temperature. We're looking at a maximum later of 16 celsius overnight still some rain to come again the rush hour this evening could uh, see some quite heavy rain moving through but eventually it will move uh, eastwards behind it some dry spells and some clear spells overnight and the wind gradually starting to change direction it's coming from the west we'll pick up one or two showers towards dawn tomorrow morning but the minimum temperature a cooler night than the last few that's for sure five celsius 41 degrees in fahrenheit now tomorrow for tuesday morning bit of a different feel it's going to be drier and we will get some sunshine but it's going to feel that little bit cooler uh, that air is being picked up from the atlantic means the temperature normal for the time of year but only getting up to around 12 celsius for tuesday that's 54 degrees in fahrenheit and that's your forecast Tomorrow night, two of our local teams face very interesting home games. Look who got me the head of 2-0. Simple as you like that for Watford. Watford host a struggling lead side. And there's also live commentary from Kenilworth Road as Luton continue their title-winning charge against relegation-threatened Tamworth. Oh, well, when you need something to go your way, then it goes your way. Both games live in full with Three County Sports. Tomorrow night from 7 here on BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Nick Coffer. BBC Three Counties Radio. I'm going to play, I'm going to keep playing Nick Coffer as a tribute to him. He's not, don't, no, he's not, he's had a baby. And I'm going to keep playing it until we know when he's coming back. Because I don't want people to forget the cough. Ow. You could, oh, you can never forget the cough. Don't forget the cough. Kelly, did you get that song? Give it guy. She's talking to... Dealey. Did you get that song? Okay. Did you? Oh, she's talking to Dealey. We have to be very, very careful because who knows what Dealey is saying. Did you get uh, Dealey? Hi, boss. How are you doing? Banana Rama. Your thoughts? Uh, fantastic. Absolutely superb. There we go. You see, good band, aren't they? Oh, we, wonderful. We played them, and uh, Catherine was turning up her already slightly upturned nose. <laughs> What's wrong with Banana Rama? They don't try. Oh, come on. They They're were great. Trying. They made decent records and they were good-looking girls. What more do you want? Talent? No, no, no. <laughs> you don't need talent. For good. They were decent and they made... Uh, they were decent... Hang on, what did you say? They were good-looking girls. Yeah. And they made good records. No, well... You said decent records. Decent records, yeah. yes. I'll go for the decent wrecks. They were great. I think they're one of the great forgotten British yeah. bands. I think they're acceptable. <laughs> Nathan Jones, <laughs> you've been gone too long. See, already they... we're better than them. Robert De Niro's waiting... Talking Italian. Italian. Talking Italian. I did quite like that one. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one, that. Come on, feel good songs. When people hear their songs, yep. they've got memories behind them. Um, great songs from the 1980s. Got people love it. Top, 
Summit of beauty and love. Venus was her name. Can we find that in the next 10 minutes? She's got it. What the was that? She's got it. I'm hoping that was the drums. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my version. Yeah, your version of the drums. Kelly Betts, have you found that song I've been after? Yes, I found it and it's just loading in the system. It's halfway there. Everything's really slow today. Including you. Now, Dealey. Yes. I flagged this up earlier on. I, I, I want you to do a little bit of research. Yes. Page 15 of the Daily Mail. On the Harry Mount asks the question, on the anniversary of her death, why is there still no monument to Maggie Thatcher? It's, a, it's her death, uh, the anniversary of her death uh, is tomorrow. Tomorrow, yep. in fact. And there is no statue. I think there's one in the Houses of Parliament, isn't there? There is. And when that went up, of course, a lot of people talking about that. Um, when I went out for you a year ago for, for people's thoughts and memories on Margaret Thatcher, it was um, uh, an interesting morning. But I think uh, on this particular occasion, uh, a year on, um, I think a lot of people would be for something like this because, you know, lover or hater, she did change the country, didn't she? Well, it, it, and that's the thing. And she's a former Prime Minister. Yeah, I mean that's that's argument enough, isn't it? Yeah. Well, um, has, well did, 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 you say that? Do they have to? Did they have to be dead to have a public statue? Because Tony Blair hasn't got a statue, I don't think. Yeah, I think once they've gone, they can have. They, a statue. they can have a statue. I thought that was standard. I think it's probably fair that they they build one, but they have to accept that it's going to be vandalised. They want to put it up high. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's the problem, isn't children. it? You know, if, if there's a lot of time and effort put into something like this, and on day one it's vandalised, it's um, it's not exactly great publicity, is it for for the town? Can we send you out, Josh, to get public opinion on this? Absolutely, no problem at all. Excellent stuff. Just speak to you later on. Thank you, boss. Ta-ra, ta-ra. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Let's ask Walter from Watford. Morning, Walter. Morning. Not today, Geoffrey. 08459 455 555 is the uh, telephone number if you want to uh, give us a call. Um, I'm guessing that song isn't coming, is it, Kelly? I'll tell you what. Yeah. Look at what happens. Yeah, it, it says cannot access to sound file. Can you see what that says? Yeah. Let, uh... It's just not working. Right. I'm trying my utmost. You're doing your what? Utmost. Is it utmost or upmost? Utmost. Utmost. Hang on a minute. Wait, what did you say, Ke- uh, Kelly? Up. And what did you say, Catherine? Utmost. It makes more sense to be up, like the higher end Ut- of most. But what's an ut? I think it's like, you know, ut- part of the same thing as utterly. Try putting the song in again, Kels. Oh, Try your utmost. Your upmo- upmost. No, oh, right, ut. Here we go. No per. Not working. I can put in another They Might Be Giant song. No, no. You sure? No. We'll Birdhouse be- in your soul? No, no, no. We'll play Stevie Wonder instead, shall we? If you want. Don't say it like that. He's tried very hard with his record. I'm going to bring some records in tomorrow. Shall we make it record, record week? Um, we'll, we'll play records. Well, I'll have a look at your records first. Well, sorry? Just checking. Stop it!
Webby's in Northampton. Morning, Webby. Good morning, mate. What do you reckon to Banana Rama Namana? Banana Namana, absolutely brilliant, mate. I'll tell you what, mate, I cannot wait till the 20th of July. They are coming to Northampton. Excusez-moi? What? Banana Rama, Rick Astley, Boney M, 20th of July, mate. Cannot wait. Banana Rama are doing a gig? Yes, mate. Ooh. There's only two of them left, though, but oh. can't wait. Oh, I, I, hang on a second. Catherine, Kells, you want to go and see Banana Rama with me? Yes. No. Oh, OK. Well, it's... Uh... <laughs> Webby, why do you like them so much? Oh, uh, just a brilliant group. 80s, that's when I was growing up, brought up with music like that. Brilliant, absolutely they, brilliant. They just were, happy tunes. They were happy and they were just a bit of fun, yes. weren't they? Yes, too right, too right, mate. Webby, very quickly, while I've got you on, do you know the song uh, by one of the biggest stars in the world that features the name Ian in? I ain't got a clue, mate. OK, Webby, thank you very much. Lee Agnew off of the news has sent me a message. Yep. Is it Don't Go Breaky In My Heart? Oh, for goodness sakes, can we just stop... Stop this. Right. This is a good song, isn't it? Cats waving their arms in the air like she just don't care. Unfortunately, we do. He's got a song with Ian in. Oh, yeah, go on. Um, Ian, she lovely. Inchy though. But no, but it doesn't say it doesn't even work because he don't say he's not from up north. No, isn't she lovely? Isn't she lovely? Isn't when he goes up north he changes. Isn't it. doesn't sound like Ian. Ian, she the, lovely. The, Ian, she and Mrs. Mrs. Joe. There is a song by one of the biggest stars in the world, and it has the name Ian in it. Right, let's just just, just quickly hang on. Let me just do this. Right. Let's, let's see if she can redeem herself. Cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hey up, Alice. Hey up. Do you, um, what do you reckon to Bananarama? <laughs> I, my Bananarama knowledge is very low. I think we've established. Okay. I tell you what, next, one of their songs was um, uh, Robert De Niro's Waiting, okay? So oh, if, I know that. Right, right. So when I speak to you at quarter past. Okay. You come in with that, all right? I'll ask you what? the question. You say, yeah, one of my favourite songs of all time is Robert De Niro's Waiting. And people who haven't um, listened to this bit will think you're dead knowledgeable. Brilliant. That's okay. the dream. Speak, <laughs> speak to you in a bit. Let's have the travel. 40 is closed in both directions between Junction 6 for Watlington and Junction 8A for Oxford after a vehicle fire on the northbound carriageway and so smoke is blowing over to the southbound carriageway. We've got long queues already approaching the southbound closure at the moment. Uh, Elsewhere the M1 London bound very heavy between Junction 10 for Luton and 7 for Hemel Hempstead. 
Public transport has no reported problems. I'm Alice Glossop, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Alice. See you soon. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Should Margaret Thatcher get a statue? It's been a year since she died. It's got to be about time we erected something in her memory, isn't it? Speak to you after the news. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Seven o'clock, I'm Lee Acknew. The headlines calls for tighter security at courts in the three counties. Raw sewage fills gardens in Buckinghamshire. And Mickey Rooney dies at the age of 93. BBC Three Counties Radio. There are calls for tighter security to stop people accused of child sex crimes escaping from court. It comes after a paedophile from Hemel Hempstead ran off while a jury was finding him guilty of indecently assaulting a three-year-old girl. Peter Saunders from the National Association for People Abused in Childhood believes there should be tougher restrictions in place. We would argue they should probably be in custody whilst they're awaiting trial anyway. Um, But at the very least, if they're not in custody, I would have thought we should look at something like tagging them because they are people who pose a, a very real and present danger to children. Officials searching for the missing plane say two pulses they've detected are a promising lead. The Royal Navy has joined the search in the Indian Ocean where it may have crashed. Angus Houston is coordinating the search. Probably in the search so far, uh, it's it's probably the best information that we have had. And again, I would uh, ask all of you to treat this information uh, cautiously and responsibly until such time as we can provide an unequivocal determination. Thames Water is under pressure to take action to stop raw sewage flowing through people's homes and gardens in Buckinghamshire. Aylesbury MP David Liddington says the company has questions to answer over its handling of the problem in Hewenden. Ewan Duncan reports. Thames Water says the recent flooding overwhelmed the sewage system in Hewenden. Untreated waste ended up in people's homes and gardens, even at bus stops. Residents have had to buy water pumps at their own expense to get rid of the sewage. Aylesbury MP David Liddington fears it could happen again and says efforts by Thames Water to solve the problem in the past haven't worked. A junior football club in Toddington has been forced to cancel its games after travellers left piles of waste on two of its pitches. Police evicted caravans from the land near Poplar's Nursery on Friday morning. Chairman of the club, Jake Kirby, told Ian Lee that it's disappointing for his players. It's success but it's come at a price, unfortunately, um, for everybody involved. So um, we'll just have to find out how long that's going to take. We'll try and find some other areas for them to play and Mm. to practice. Um, And I'm sure um, they're a resilient group, so they'll just uh, get on with it, I guess. The actor Mickey Rooney has died at the age of 93. By the age of 19, he'd made 120 movies and altogether appeared in more than 300 films and TV shows. In sport, Hertfordshire's Lewis Hamilton won the Bahrain Grand Prix with Mercedes teammate Nico Rosberg second. Daniel Ricciardo finished fourth in the Red Bull with Sebastian Vettel in sixth. The weather will be cloudy with outbreaks of rain today but becoming dry by this evening. Top temperatures around 15 degrees Celsius, 52 degrees Fahrenheit. The latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. BBC.
see Three Counties Radio's big tour of beds, hearts and bucks. We started coming here because of, of the wrecks and the films and we just fell in love with the town. All this week, we're featuring Berkhamstead. It's a little gem within Hertfordshire and it's as if it's been picked up from somewhere like the Cotswolds or something and dropped here. It's all about where you live. It's got a great community feel and there's always something going on, lots of things to do. The Big Tour, BBC Three Counties Radio. I just remembered why I went next door to speak to the crew. I'd love a cup of cough. I'd love a cup of cough, calf. Okay. Now, when you say I would too. <laughs> okay, so that, okay, make one. I'm doing the show. Yeah, but uh, it te- takes a minute, really. Okay, exactly. So I'll have milk, one sugar, please. Gotcha. Morning, Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. I, I would say, I would say, we're giving you 65% this morning. It, it's, it's a Monday. Bear with us. Lots to talk about, including campaigners want suspected paedophiles to be tagged, young footballers want travellers to clean up their pitch, and councillor wants Yarlswood to take better care of detainees. Other things we're talking about this morning... It's, tomorrow will be a year since Margaret Thatcher died. It's about time, isn't it, that someone put up a statue to her. Isn't it? Yeah, a lot of people will disagree, but... 08459 455 555. Bananarama, are they one of the greatest British girl bands of all time? And what's the song by one of Britain's biggest rock stars, one of the world's biggest rock stars, that features my name in it, Ian? Facebook.com forward slash BBC 3CR. You can send me a text 81333. Start your text 3CR. Or you can give me a call 08459 455 555. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. A year since she died tomorrow. Isn't that incredible? Margaret Thatcher. It's about time there was a statue put up, wasn't there? Wasn't there? Whatever you think of her, she probably deserves a statue. A lot of people hated her. A lot of people thought she was wonderful. She was one of the longest-serving prime ministers. She was the first female prime minister, even if you're acknowledging anything apart from that. Hang on, does that make sense? Not quite, but let's not analyse it too much. She was the first female prime minister. That has to be recognised in some form, doesn't it? There can't be anybody listening to this who, who, who thinks that um, it would be inappropriate to put up a statue of Margaret Thatcher. There can't be. There simply can't be. 08459 455 555. Now, campaigners for the rights of abused children are calling for tougher restrictions on the movements of suspected paedophiles. The National Association for People Abused in Childhood is speaking out after a Hemel Hempstead man had to be sentenced in his absence last week after failing to turn up for his final day in court. 39-year-old Ian MacDonald from the Heights was eventually found on Friday evening. He's been sentenced to four years for indecently assaulting a three-year-old. His carer has been jailed for 14 weeks for helping him abscond. And a 20-year-old man has been arrested on suspicion of harbouring an offender. Well, we're joined now by Peter Saunders, the founder of the National Association for People Abused in Childhood. Morning, Peter. Good morning, Ian. Peter, what restrictions do you think should be in place to stop this from happening? Well... Stopping things from happening is, is always going to be a, a tough one, but when the, the police uh, apprehend somebody alleged to have con- uh, uh, committed such a serious offence and they feel that they have got, or the CPS feel that they have got enough 
evidence to convict such uh, an offender, then to me it seems inconceivable that that offender should be allowed free reign until such time, potentially, that they are convicted. Now, we do have the the maxim in this country, of course, as innocent until proven otherwise, Mm. but there are many, many serious crimes for which, if you are apprehended and charged, you will be put into custody. And I can't think, Ian, I personally, and I work for NAPAC, as you know, we support people who were abused in childhood, and the consequences last a lifetime, believe me. Um, I can't think of a more serious crime than the kinds of crimes that this man committed against a three-year-old child who, again, potentially will live with the consequences for the rest of their life. So I think it is worth considering uh, tagging or, or, or some other method of keeping an eye on these individuals. It would be difficult... The danger. It, it, tagging might be a solution. It would be difficult, wouldn't it, to, um, to put them, you know, kind of keep them locked up or, or, or under house arrest because... So many innocent people are accused. I'm thinking of um, um, Kevin Webster from uh, Coronation Street, Lavelle, Michael Lavelle. He was accused of of, um, sexually abusing, uh, I think it was a 14, 15-year-old, completely innocent of that. It wouldn't have been fair for him to have been under house arrest or in jail or or, or tagged, would it? What I would say, Ian, is that when somebody is found not guilty... They haven't been found innocent. They've been found not guilty. And well, I'm not going to comment no. about Kevin Webster and I have or to any just, other... I have to step in just for a second. I have to step in just for a second, Peter, to cover our backsides. Uh, the, the, Michael Lavelle was found not guilty and, as far as we are aware, is completely innocent of all the allegations made. I have to say that for legal purposes. He is a free a- and innocent a- man. Absolutely. And that's, that's what, that was the jury's conclusion. I mean, and we could talk about... William Roach, and again, in, in his case, the word of five or six women was not worth his word in the eyes of the jury. So we do sometimes have some challenging issues. But I was talking, or rather I was listening to um, my namesake, Alison Saunders, who is the new director of public prosecutions last week, and she pointed out, this was at an NSPCC conference, she was very, very good. She pointed out that the vast majority of these kinds of offenders who are apprehended and are brought before the courts, they do have good, strong evidence to convict. Sometimes the conviction is not successful, but the the idea that we will trot out the Kevin Webster, the William Roach, as two examples when, in fact, every day we are placing very serious offenders before the courts and dealing with them when they are convicted is a, is a big distraction. But I, and I've said this many times, Ian, on the BBC and elsewhere, I don't know anybody, I don't know anybody, least of all people who want to protect children, to see an innocent person apprehended, put behind bars. Absolutely not. That serves no purpose whatsoever. If anything, it's counterproductive to child protection. But I just stress that napac.org.uk, we have a free phone helpline, which I know you've kindly given out before for survivors. We hear every day from adults who were abused often decades ago and are still suffering on a daily basis from the crimes committed. So we cannot downplay um, the, the, um, the, the severity of the consequences of these kinds of crimes. And as I say, nobody wants an innocent person locked up, but equally, surely to God, the most important thing in our society is, is to protect our children. McDonald was charged with a historic case of child sex abuse. How successful are the authorities in, in detecting this and finding the evidence to, to prove someone's guilty or innocent? Well, it's a good question. 
question here, and again, I, I refer back to Alison Saunders, who said we are very getting better. I mean, nothing's perfect in our legal system, but we are getting better at getting evidence, even when offences have been committed a long time ago. And let's think about it. Suppose I'm a lot older than you, Ian, but supposing... supposing are you? How old are you? I'm 50. Coming up for 57. Oh, you go, gosh, you are a lot older than me. You have a very young voice. Sorry, carry on. i got a very, very, <laughs> very long, young behaviour, according to my wife right, and children. Right, there you go, well. yes. But, um, uh, now you've completely... <laughs> so, I'm so sorry, I know that's a completely inappropriate question, but you <laughs> shocked me by your age revelation, Peter. <laughs> OK, I was historic, say, historic cases. I was going to say, if, if it was discovered through some means that I had robbed a bank 25 years ago and stolen a lot of money... Do you think that the authorities, if they found that evidence out, would not come after me and put me behind bars? Of course they would. With, when we, re, we, we use, use the term historic abuse, we never use the term historic bank robbery. We never use the term historic fraud or historic shoplifting particularly. And yet we always use this term historic when yep. it refers to abuse. Yep. And as I say, um, the abuse lives with the, the victim Potentially, which is why we exist as a charity, is to support people and to help them to move on and to know that they don't have to have nightmares for the rest of their lives for what happened to them as a child or a young person. So NAPAC is very much about hope for the future. And I think the last time I was on your program, which isn't that long ago, Ian, I was contacted by a wonderful woman um, who, who was listening in. And I'm still waiting to hear back from her because she's hoping to, um, to get me a meeting with, um, with a, a very important government minister. Well, uh, fingers crossed that that, that uh, comes off. And, and Peter, you, you're right. Quite often when you come on the show, we, uh, I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing, but we often get people who, who get in touch and want to get in touch with you. What is the phone number so that people can um, get in touch? Yeah, brilliant. Thanks. Well, it's, it's a free phone number. It kicks in at 10 o'clock this morning. Out of hours, it, 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 it's, it's dealt with by another organisation. But between 10 in the morning and 9 at night, Monday to Friday, it's 0800 085 330. 0800 085 But if any kind people want to get in touch with me, don't, don't ring that number. That is for survivors yep. to call. Um, if anyone wants to get in touch with me, I'm just peter at napac.org.uk. Peter, it's always good to have you on. Thank you very much indeed, Peter Saunders. I'm shocked by the age revelation. I really am. Isn't it funny? You build up pictures of people in your head when you speak to them on the phone. Uh, peter Saunders, the founder of the National Association for People Abused in Childhood. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. no one's got the song that's got my name in it. No one's got the song. Uh, Linda might have. Got oh. some text through. Go on. Is the song you're looking for Walk Like an Egyptian? Oh, no. Uh. It, it's not a pun. It's not a joke. They actually say, he says, Uncle Ian. Oh. So it's not Fun Boy 3 and Banana Rama. He ain't what you do. It's the way that you do it. No, but that's, you talk about bored songs. That's, that's some bored people in yes. the studio there. Yeah. That was John from Marsh Farm. Right, no. He said it's not. That. It's not that. Right. Uncle Ian? Yeah. Oh, he sounds like a... No, he does. I'm Uncle Ian. Which oh, really right, sounds okay. like... I'm Uncle Ian. Right. Uncool Ian. No, I'm, I'm cool Uncle Ian. I'm called Cool Uncle Ian. Hmm? Cool. I'm... Hi, I'm called Cool Uncle Ian. Call me now. 08459 455 555. It's by Paul McCartney. Who? It's by Paul McCartney. His brother. Mike McGee. No, the song is by Paul McCartney. His brother. We've got a stray text 
for go Toby. On. Oh, go on. What's Toby say? Um, this is for Toby. Oh. We had this all day yesterday. For God's sake, change the record. Yes, the race was a farce, but why carry on with this story? Get over it, from Chris. Thank goodness that's not for us. We would never have angry listeners. Not for this show. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Uh, before we go to the uh, travel, let's speak to Alice. Alice, are you a fan of Bananarama? I wouldn't say I'm a fan, but one of their songs is just a real, you know, a real hit for me. Which song is that, Alice? Oh, it's Robert De Niro's Waiting. Yes. Ex- oh, that's, I'm glad you, I'm glad that's a real hit for you. It's a real oh, hit yeah. for them as well, back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alice, let's have the travel, please. Thank you. The M40 northbound is closed between Junction 6 for Watlington and 8A for Oxford after a vehicle fire. The southbound carriageway is slow going between 8A for Oxford and 6 as well. That's because of the earlier closure and smoke still blowing across the road there. The M1 London bound very heavy between Junction 11 for Dunstable and 7 for Hemel Hempstead. And also the M25 anti-clockwise queuing between Junction 17 for Maple Cross and 16 for the M40. Public transport has no reported problems. I'm Alice Glossop, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Alice. 7.16, it's Monday the 7th of April. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. There are calls for action to stop people accused of child sex crimes escaping after a paedophile ran off from St Albans Crown Court. People living in Hewenden have had raw sewage coming up in their homes and gardens. And the veteran actor Mickey Rooney has died at the age of 93. Weather today, cloudy without breaks of rain. Give us a call. We're uh, talking about Margaret Thatcher. It's a, a, her, the anniversary of her death tomorrow. Well, should there be a statue erected in Margaret Thatcher's honour? There can't be anybody listening to this who thinks it's a bad idea, can there? 08459 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. Every weekday morning from nine. Good morning, welcome to the JVS Show. Your local stories. Have you had to rebuild your life after being a victim of crime? Do you think it's inhumane to keep people in prison for life? Do you think that immigration needs to stop? Your local life. Why do 70% of this country feel immigration is wrong? We've actually got an open doors policy. I am just so angry listening to some of them people. What the government are doing, they start introducing American-type sentencing like 200 years in prison. The JVS Show. British people are not xenophobic. Weekday mornings from nine on BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. Now, there are calls for Thames Water to improve its infrastructure. I bet there are calls for that, aren't there? In bucks, so that raw sewage doesn't end up in people's homes and gardens. Oh, dear. Residents in Hewenden have had to buy water pumps at their own expense to get rid of the waste. This has happened to you. 08459 455 555. Thames Water says its sewage system has been overwhelmed by recent heavy rain and will take time to recover. Well, the uh, MP for Aylesbury, David Liddington, is demanding answers from the company and joins me on the line now. Morning, David. Morning, Ian. You've seen this sewage for yourself. How bad was it? It was affecting badly, I suppose, a dozen to 15 houses in Hewenden Valley in the south of my constituency. Um, What happened was one of Thames Water's sewers 
um, in, overflowed. It burst, uh, coming up to manhole covers, and the only way that these local residents could stop it actually getting sewage into their homes was to go out, dig channels oh. through their gardens to route it into a stream oh. that runs along the back. Um, and then, uh, as you say, a number of them had to fork out their own money for pumps. Um, sometimes they're up you know, every few hours, 24 hours a day checking the pumps were working. I mean, it, it's improved now, now that you know, the, the, the floods have abated, but I think it's revealed a, an underlying problem that the Thames Water in particular, and all the agencies concerned, need to have a, a firm look at now. It's not the first time it's happened either, is it? No, this happened before um, uh, early 2000s. Yeah. They said about 2001. At that time, Thames Water had been much more helpful. They'd, they'd sent people out, they provided pumps, um, and said they thought this was a one-off. Now, this time round, the older residents who, who remembered uh, 2001 said, no, this is much worse, and this time Thames Water is behaving in a really offhand manner, basically saying, sort it out yourself. And I think everybody accepts, certainly the people in Hewenden I talked to, accepted that with all the flooding that there was in uh, South Bucks, on the Thames and other parts of the country, you know, there was huge pressure on everybody. But I think they rightly thought that you know, they pay their water bills, uh, which aren't you know, j- j- just small change these days, and um, they ought to have got a better service than they did. Thames Water, um, don't want to come on the show today, uh, but they told us in a statement that the sewage system wasn't designed to cope with groundwater. Well, I, I think everyone accepts the sewer, sewers are designed primarily to carry sewage. But, you know, we live in the real world and every water company um, you know, must plan on the basis that they have to deal with a certain amount of rainwater, you know, groundwater that gets into sewage pipes. There's also a question local people have put to me about the fact that the sewer serving Hewenden is pretty old put in at a time when the village was much, much smaller, and it's joining up just south of the village with a much bigger modern sewer, and the question of whether the pressure of the water rushing along the modern wide-bore sewer actually blocked any outflow from the one serving Hewenden and caused a backup. And what, what I think there is, Ian, is a real need for Thames Water to sit down with local people, with the environment agency, the local councils, and think, look, what, what was it that went wrong this time? Let's get a proper diagnosis of the facts, and then let's put a plan together to try to prevent this happening again. Now, I'm, I'm hopeful now, because Thames Water have now got back to me. They've said that they're willing to come to such a meeting. They're willing to talk to, to me, to local residents, to local councillors about how to get things better done in the future, what lessons can be learned. I hope that we can all get around the table and we can work out a way forward together that actually gives residents peace of mind for the future. David, good to talk to you. Thank you very much. Uh, Let us know how that goes, please. David Livingston, MP for Aylesbury, if you've been affected by, um, well, raw sewage in your back garden, having to dig trenches to, um, to allow the Richards to filter away I mean, really, we're living in, in 2014 in Britain, for goodness sakes. Do give me a call, 08459 455 555. Now we're playing these uh, and, until we find out exactly what's going on with Nick Coffer and when he's back. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Nick Coffer. Yeah. BBC Three. He'll never be forgotten. Radio. 
Never forget. Don't hassle the cough. Don't hassle the cough. The reason we're playing, he's not ill, he's had a baby. Well, in some ways, it's, many could consider it to be an illness. He's had a baby. Congratulations, well done. But we just don't know when he's coming back, and we want answers. Is he going to um, um, be a man and come back this week after four days, or is he going to wimp out and take the rest of the year off? The rest of the year? Well, OK, the, the, this week. Either way, I, I, Nick, I'd suggest stay at home, mate. Stay at home. We won't let you be forgotten, so don't worry about that. But take the time off. Enjoy, enjoy the new baby, isn't it? Oh, it's lovely. It those is, early days are lovely. Those early days. they've got extra kids, so less I couldn't, um, I couldn't imagine could doing be. that again. I couldn't imagine doing that again. Just that exhaustion. I mean, it's tiring now, but with a baby. I overheard one of the uh, swimming mums saying the other day that uh, it doesn't get any madder after four. What? I don't want to try that out. I don't want to try that out. Do, what, I don't even know what he had. Did he have a uh, boy? Lovely, lovely little boy. Yeah, oh, cute. Fantastic. There we go. Well, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll try and find out when Nick's coming back. But until then, we're going to keep playing tribute to him like this. Across beds, hearts, and bucks. This is BBC oh, Three Counties Radio. I've Nick. just got. I just had a call from the boss. Just had a call from the boss. Yep. Nick will be back today. <gasps> oh, then I can stop playing that then. Oh, no, keep playing it. Well, if he's back today, we, the, what, the, the, as, which boss? As my, my son describes him, the boy boss or the lady boss? The lady boss. Hey. Well, the proper boss. <laughs> oh, Catherine Boyle! She said that, sir, not me. So he's back today? Yes. OK. Well, the fact that he didn't call in himself means he's not listening. He might be a bit busy. Well, still. Told you they've got extra kids. It's not just the one. I'm a bit disappointed. I shouldn't have played any of those tributes to cough. He's annoyed me now. Retract them. Yeah, I'm retracting the tributes to the cough. He's annoyed me now. But he's come back today like a man, like you said. Don't anyone tell him I've said this stuff about him on air. Well, well you don't tell him. Could be awkward. It's fine. Got some calls there for you. I'll take them, shall I? Leslie's in Bedford. Good morning, Leslie. Good morning, Uncle Ian. Yeah, hey, hey, now there is a song <laughs> by one of the biggest stars in the world. It's exciting about Nick having a little baby, isn't it? Oh, lovely. Yeah, yeah. nice little baby I knew boy. it would be born April the 1st. Yeah, well, I know, but it was on April the 1st, wasn't it? And I was thinking, is, it, is he having sure a really sophisticated wind-up on our, uh, at our expense? I know, he's but lovely, though. He's a good lad, and I'm very pleased for him. He'll be back today, which is exciting news. Now, there is a song by one of the biggest stars in the world, uh, Paul McCartney. It features uh, the name Uncle Ian. What's yes. that song, Leslie? It's by Wings and it's Let Em In. Yeah, oh, is and it? I've, got, I've oh. got a few words up here. Oh, and yeah. It says, someone's knocking at the door, yeah. someone's ringing the bell, someone's it, knocking at the door, someone's ringing the bell, do me a favour, open the door, let him in. And it says, Sister Susie, Brother John, Martin Luther, Phil and Don, yes. ooh, Uncle Ernie, Uncle Ian, ooh. open the door and let him in. Ooh. <laughs> Kyle in London, is she right? Kyle? Oh, hello, sorry, Ian. No, no apology <laughs> accepted. Um, Kyle, is, is Leslie saying Let Him In by Paul McCartney and Wings? Uh, yeah, yeah, Let Him In is the, is the correct song. Uncle Ian. It's not one of his best songs, is it, Leslie and Kyle? Oh, well, I wasn't a fan of Beatles oh. or anybody in that line. You're not a fan of the no. Beatles? No. You're joking? No. Kyle, are you a fan of the Beatles? What? Massive, massive fan of the Beatles, so oh. that's, that's why I know it. Sorry. I am listening, Kyle. You'll like this. You won't like this, Leslie. You might like this, Adele. Yeah, go I'm, uh, I am listening to all of the Beatles albums in order. Started the other day because I was a bit bored. You're sad, man. No, I got no, I'm not sad, Leslie. <laughs> and they're half good, aren't they? Oh, yeah, of course they're good. The Beatles. They're the exact... 
<laughs> the ba- the baseline on Hey Bulldog is one of the best things dum, you'll dum, ever dum, hear. Dum, 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 dum. But but I tell you what, they did have a few stinky songs. In what sense? Which ones? Well, okay, let me tell you which ones. The, the, on the the early, okay, Little Girl on Rubber Soul. That's a horrible song. I'd rather see you dead, little girl, than to be with another man. <laughs> That's not a nice sentiment, is it? Is that Run For Your Life? Oh, uh, yeah, Run For Your Life, yes. Yeah. All right, yeah. I got the title wrong. All right, all right, Sorry. all right. <laughs> no, okay, how about um, uh, Not A Second Time and Every Little Thing? Terrible songs. I don't know. Uh, no. There's a reason you don't know them, Adele, because they're not very good. Right, uh, Leslie and uh, Adele and Kyle... Mm. I want you to convert Leslie to the Beatles. Adele, you go first, then you can Oh, no, you're putting me on the spot. I can't. It's too early in the morning. I can't even, I can't even think of... Oh, yesterday. Mind you, yesterday's a, a classic. Yeah, yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. OK. Oh, no, it's lovely. <laughs> Kyle, go on, you have a go. Sell, sell her the Beatles. Uh, all You Need Is Love. Strawberry no. Fields Forever. Don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. I don't like strawberries. That I'm allergic to strawberries. Ah, so <laughs> probably no. I'm probably uh, I can't do it then. I'll Sorry, Ian. No. Stephen, think of a song, Beatles. Sorry. Get, get to think of a song, Beatles. <laughs> Stephen, think of a Beatles song. Oh, they've done that. She didn't like that. She didn't like that. Yeah, Revolution. Oh blimey, you're picking. Yeah. That's not good. No. Let's, let's try and ease her in. Not with the avant-garde stuff. <laughs> How about she was just seventeen? Yeah. And you know oh. what I mean? And well. the way she looked. I was way beyond compare. How could I dance with another? Because I saw... I lost it a bit there. What do you reckon, Leslie? No, but can I just say that my son yes. is 17 today. Oh. oh happy birthday. He and was just 17. <laughs> he knows yeah. what I mean <laughs> and the way he looked. That's a bit inappropriate. <laughs> Kyle, yeah. uh, Leslie, Adele, thank you very much indeed. We couldn't convert Leslie to uh, to Beatlemania, unfortunately. But yes, it's the right song. Bless him in by Paul McCartney and Wings. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. After half past seven, I want to find out your thoughts on this. Margaret Thatcher. It's time we built her a statue, isn't it? It was a year tomorrow since she passed away. She was one of the most influential prime ministers we've ever had. The first female prime minister. Even if we're celebrating nothing else, we have to celebrate that, don't we? Where would you like to see a statue for uh, Margaret Thatcher erected? Get one in Luton? Thank you, Kelly. Uh, Milton Keynes? Put one in Milton Keynes? Where would you like to see one? Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. The M40 northbound is closed between Junction 6 for Watlington and 8A for Oxford because of a vehicle fire. It's having a knock-on to the southbound carriageway as well as smoke is blowing across the road and making things really slow on that opposite side. The M1 London bound on the speed sensors looking very heavy between Junction 11 for Dunstable and 7 for Hemel Hempstead. Also got queues on the M25 anti-clockwise between Junction 18 for Chorleywood and 16 for the M40. The A1M southbound very slow between Junction 8 for Hitchin and 7 for Stevenage. But public transport is all looking good. We've got no reported problems. I'm Alice Glossop, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
It's half past seven. I'm Lee Agnew. The headlines, there are calls for tighter security to stop people accused of child sex crimes escaping from court. It comes after a paedophile from Hemel Hempstead ran off while a jury was finding him guilty of indecently assaulting a three-year-old girl. A Royal Navy ship has arrived in the southern Indian Ocean where signals that could be linked to the missing airline flight have been detected. A Chinese ship picked up two pulses there, raising hope they could be from the plane's flight recorder. Thames Water is under pressure to take action to stop raw sewage flowing through people's homes and gardens in Buckinghamshire. Aylesbury MP David Liddington says the company has questions to answer over its handling of the problem in Hewenden. And the actor Mickey Rooney has died at the age of 93. By the age of 19, he'd made 120 movies. The weather will be cloudy without breaks of rain, but becoming dry by this evening. Top temperatures around 15 degrees Celsius. That's 52 degrees Fahrenheit. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hartridge's Lewis Hamilton won the Bahrain Grand Prix with Mercedes teammate Nico Rosberg in second place. Daniel Ricciardo finished fourth in the Red Bull with Sebastian Vettel in sixth. On to football and Watford drew one all against Burnley in the Championship. In League One, the MK Dons beat Coventry 2-1 and goal scorer Isel McLeod believes they can still finish in the playoffs. We just got a try and find a little bit more consistency because like you say it keeps going you think it's gone and then but we we keep believing that we can go and win our, our next five games we've got five more five more games we just got to keep believing that we can win them and hopefully uh, we can uh, nick that, that sixth place Elsewhere, Wickham beat Dagenham 2-0 in League 2 and it was another victory for Luton Town, beating Aldershot 1-0 in the conference. Liverpool returned to the top of the Premier League table with a 2-1 win at West Ham. That two points clear with five games remaining. But manager Brendan Rodgers knows they still have to play their nearest rivals, Chelsea and Manchester City. The finish line's still a way out. There's still a way to go. You know, five games is a lot of games and a lot of points. Um, but it's nine games we've won now in a row and that shows that the the character and mentality of the team and how it's improved. Norwich City have sacked manager Chris Hooton with the Canaries just one place above the relegation zone. In tennis, Great Britain went out of the Davis Cup quarterfinals with Andy Murray losing to Fabio Fognini in straight sets and Oxford won the 160th boat race beating Cambridge by 11 lengths. BBC Three Counties News and Sport, more at 8 o'clock. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Nick Coffer. Hang on, hang on. No, 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 no. I don't need to do that. Now he's coming back today, isn't he? Sorry, I've just realised what I'm doing. Hang on. He's coming back today so I can play one of these bad boys. On FM, AM, online and digital radio. This is Ian Lee. On BBC Three Counties Radio. This is what I'm talking about. Uh, so, lots to talk about this morning. We're celebrating the magic of um, the Bananarama today. We played some Bananarama early on. It was poo-pooed. Don't poo-poo the Bananarama. Don't do that. They, they are the most successful girl band of all time. All time. But then they weren't really trying, were they? I don't know. Doesn't matter. They, Just turned up. That's how good they were. And I've just looked at a picture of uh, the two r- surviving members of Bananarama. Um, I think they ate the third one. Uh, and how come they Is she look- the one that went off to do um, Shakespeare's sister? Yeah. She's from Harpenden. Oh. Uh, they, how do they look younger and more beautiful now than they did 30 years ago? Because the 80s were very ageing. Yeah. The fashions were ageing, weren't yeah. they? Do you think they've been touched up? Probably what, now? Should, yeah, probably best you answer. Probably. That. 08459 555. And also there's a story, there's a story in um, the Daily Mail. We sent Justin out on this. We'll get him on soon. 
On the anniversary of her death, why is there still no monument to Maggie? Tomorrow, this is by Harry Mount, there's a name, isn't it? Tomorrow is the first anniversary of the death of the most influential peacetime Prime Minister in British history. Take a walk through... Mar- he's, oh, he's speaking specifically about Margaret Thatcher's hometown, but I think we could have a statue anywhere. That's Grantham, isn't it? Grantham Links. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Take a walk through Margaret Thatcher's hometown. Should we pretend it's local? Yeah, Milton Keynes. Yeah. And you could be forgiven for thinking she hadn't spent her formative years here in Milton Keynes. Yes, there's a plaque on her childhood home, the Greengrocers, owned by her father, Alfred Roberts, Milton Keynes' mayor in 1946. But it could hardly be smaller, high up on the first floor, barely legible from the pavement. And it isn't even one of the official blue plaques normally granted to the great, the good, and Eric Morecambe. Today, her living... Basically, what he's saying is it's a shame that there's no statue to her in her hometown. Well, there should be a statue to her... We should have statues to her dotted across the country, shouldn't we? Uh, I think there are some areas of the country where they wouldn't want that. But you can't airbrush someone out of history. Exactly. Well, they've tried it with glitter. Yeah, but he was never in for a statue, was he? Well, They probably melted down his Madame Tussauds. They they, they may have done that. Um, But she was uh, the the first British Prime Minister, and she was a huge influence on not just this country, but the whole world. There'd be no question of any other Prime Minister not having a statue. Blair will get a statue when he dies. And it's not about their politics, is it? No. It's about, it's about more than that. 08459 455 555 is the phone number. Plus, even if you are anti-Thatcher, it allows you to teach the next generation what she was and what she stood for. Yeah, exactly. We've got some uh, comments on Facebook. Colin says, She has a monument in every town where the coal was mined, iron and steel were made, ships were built. She has a monument in the hearts of those who became unemployed and homeless, who struggled to keep their families from starving. These are monuments to which no one aspires. Trevor says, and we should have a national holiday. Yeah, I'd have that. I'd be up for that. And Rosette says, if there was one built, it wouldn't be long before it was defaced. Well, that's another issue. Yeah, it would get vandalised. Yeah, she would have road cones put on her head. Put her on a plinth. It'd have to be a really high plinth. Column. Yeah, put her up a column. You'd need to do something like that. There's probably uh, planning regulations. Important text there, was it? Well, I was just checking that it wasn't the boss. But it's not, it's fine. We'll carry on. Who was it? Uh, my DPD parcel is uh, ready for dispatch. Yes. What you got? Uh, shoes. Carrot, carrot slicer. Shoes. Carrot sharpener. Shoes ready for a night out. I'm planning in about a month's time. Oh, where are you going? Oh, I know where you're going. All right, Kels. All right, Brian. I need to get some new shoes as well for that. Mm. New shoes called for, I think, at the very least. Get some new shoes. You going to get new shoes, Kel? Yeah, sure. All right, whatever. Good girl. 08459 555 is the uh, telephone. Are the phone's bro. All right, let's have this. Are the phones broken or what? No, because you did the Paul McCartney phone in. Maybe, they, maybe they broke after the Paul McCartney Maybe the Paul McCartney phone in broke them. Perhaps. Give us a call just to test the phones. Oh, that's a good cup of cough. Give us a call to test the phones, because I think the phones might be broken. Because literally no one's calling in. Or maybe no one's listening. I mean, that's always a possibility, isn't it? Really? There's a phone call. Let's, let's whack that straight through. Don't even care who it is. Guys? There's a, there's a phone call! I'm not the only one here. You that, are, that, was a dig, that was a dig at you, Catherine. I'm looking at sandwich toasters. <laughs> no, Catherine! You could hear me as well. Kelly couldn't hear me. I know, but I thought you were talking to Kelly. Sorry, Kelly. I you were goading Kelly again. I wasn't, go- go- I wasn't goading Kelly. It's expensive these days, sandwich toasters. How much is a sandwich toaster? Well, I mean, if you're going for the um, traditionally named one, 40 quid. Oh, yeah, but think of it. You know guy. why? Right. Paninis, so blame paninis. Uh, OK, I, I want to find out who was on the phone. OK. 
and uh, I, and I want I want us all to apologise to Kelly. Sorry, Kelly. No, I want us I want us all to apologise to Kelly because I wasn't directing that at her, and she was right to have a pop at you on air. It's all right. I'll give her a Chinese burn for that after. What happens? Absolutely. What's going on? You you got Chloe a little bit of cob on, and I want to try. Hello, three counties. Look at that, you see, blimey. Hi, Dave Luton. Oh, God. let's go to Justin, shall we? Just. <laughs> Hello, boss. Kelly's got a little bit of a cob on today. Yeah. And I want to try and you know, sometimes she gets a cob on. Hmm. I want to try and soothe the cob before it gets too on. Hey, listen, I don't want to kind of make this a bit too obvious, but um, she's been fine to me. I'm just saying. I think it might be something about you. Well, hang on a second. I mean, mm. she's had a little pop at me with regards to the coffee. Yeah. She had a little pop at Kath. Deservedly in, so. D- deservedly so for both instances. Mm-hmm. Mm. What can what can we do to make things better? <laughs> I'm just saying that this morning she's been lovely to me. Full of comps. Yeah. Yeah? Must yeah. be something that you two are doing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that Catherine's rubbing off on her. Yeah, quite possibly. I am not. <laughs> And that that is um, is causing Kelly to rub off on me. Yeah. Which is creating a very tense situation for everybody involved. It's just a long line of mess, isn't it? It's a hell mess. Yeah, hell mess. Now, Justin. <laughs> Margaret Thatcher. Yes. There are calls for her to have her own statue. I'm guessing that the majority of the listeners feel indifference towards this because the phones ain't exactly rung off the hook. Well, do you know what? Um, I kind of predicted this earlier on, and um, I'm right, actually. I've been to uh, Toddington this morning. Yep. Um, I can't believe it's um, a year on tomorrow. That's incredible, firstly. Time flies. But, um, yeah, this um, statue of Margaret Thatcher already won a course in uh, the Houses of Parliament. Lots of talk about that. Now, of course, talk about a statue in our hometown. So I've been in Toddington this morning asking people if they'll be for something like this. Here's what people had to say. Absolutely. Because uh, she did great things for this country. A lot of people have only got bad things to say about her, haven't they? Plenty of people have got good things to say as well. Why was she so good in your opinion? Because she was excellent. She changed this country completely. We were, on a three-day week, we were, had strikes left, right and centre, and she finished all that, uh, and she turned us into... We were the laughingstock of Europe, and she changed all that. I think I should have one. Yeah, I think she... Uh, well, I was in the Navy, she did a lot for me. When, we, when she first got in, she gave us a very big pay rise that we... Uh, we, we, we needed so uh, yeah I've got a lot of time for her and even though I come from Yorkshire I still think she did a great job even fighting the unions but you wouldn't say that loudly in Yorkshire would you? nope <laughs> <laughs> not and get out alive yeah. <laughs> wouldn't have a problem with that at all um, I was a because I'm a Margaret I followed her and uh, I was young when she became uh, Prime Minister and her philosophies are much more like myself so yeah I'd like a statue I'd be forced something like that. I think, um, yeah, I thought that she did a, a very good job at the time when it was needed. A lot of character about the lady. Um, she stood up for the UK, Great Britain. So, yeah. Um, Fitting tribute, then? I think so, yes. Yeah, I think I would, actually, because a, a lot of people supported Margaret Thatcher. So Did you? Mixed. <laughs> mixed feelings about that. Me not being a fan. I would say no, but I can see why, because she did turn the country around, basically. Why weren't you a fan? Uh, Lived in Sheffield, she closed the steelworks and miners, so basically that's my reason why I don't like her, but I do know she did some good things as well. Right to buy, good thing, Uh, privatisation of companies, good thing, because we were just inefficient, basically, yeah. 
surprised there, Justin. There mm. are a number of people there giving it the thumbs up. Absolutely. It took me uh, a long time to find anybody this morning who said, no, I'm not for that, and that's because I'm from Sheffield. I think you'll find it very hard this morning to find anybody um, based on, on what I went through this morning. You'll find it hard to find anybody who says, no, I'm not for this at all. Um, no chance to a statue. I know that when we've mentioned uh, Thatcher in the past, we have had lots of angry people um, phoning up saying, no, we should forget her, we should, yep. um, you know... D- we, you're right, mind that truck. Yes, I am. Um, so, yes, I'm surprised that so many people gave it the thumbs up. I think you kind of have to give it the thumbs up. Even if you don't approve of her politics and you don't support what she stood for, you can't ignore the fact that she was a significant world leader. Yep. She was the first female prime minister. She was one of the longest... One of the longest... She was a long, really long-serving prime minister. She achieved a lot of firsts. Absolutely. I think a year on as well, I think a lot of people have, have calmed down slightly. Um, a year ago, when I was talking about this, lots of people were very anti-Margaret Thatcher, but I think a year on, people have, have calmed down slightly and maybe, you know, thought about what she did actually achieve. And I think people certainly today, um, the people that I've been talking to, would be for this um, this statue um, in her hometown, uh, a fitting tribute to a lady who, as you say, uh, created many firsts. Justin, thank you very much indeed. We'll speak a little bit later on. 08459 455 555 is the telephone number. Let's get your thoughts on this, if we can, please. Uh, d- surprise there that so many people in that uh, little package that Justin put together, expertly so, it has to be said, were in favour of the Margaret Thatcher statue. And they're right to be in favour of it, aren't they? Because we need to have one. It, it, it doesn't seem right that there isn't one. Whatever you think of what she may or may not have done, it doesn't seem right that there isn't one. 08459 555. Joyce, stay there. I'll come to you after the travel. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M40 northbound, we've got long delays between Junction 6 for Watlington and 8A for Oxford after a vehicle fire. All lanes have been reopened now, though. It's also having a knock-on to the southbound carriageway, which is slow on the opposite carriageway at the moment. Uh, The M25 anti-clockwise queuing between Junction 21 for the M1 and 20 for Kings Langley. On the speed sensors in Luton, Airport Way very heavy approaching the Kidneywood roundabout to join the motorway. And also in Hitchin, the A505 and A602 are both queuing as you go towards the centre of town. Public transport has no reported problems. I'm Alice Glossop, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you very much. Right, 7.45. It's Monday the 7th of April. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. There are calls for action to stop people accused of child sex crimes escaping after a paedophile ran off from St Albans Crown Court. People from Hewenden, Buckinghamshire, have had raw sewage emerge in their homes and gardens. And the actor Mickey Rooney has died at the age of 93. BBC Three Counties Radio. Let's get the weather. Here's Kate. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Good morning. Well, I'm afraid it's a rather grey, damp and windy start to the new week. There is a lot of rain around currently making its way across all three counties, really. These outbreaks are going to come and go through the course of the day, accompanied by quite a southerly, strong, gusty breeze. Now, temperature already in double figures, 12 or 13 Celsius. It's likely to get up to around 16. So despite the greyness and also the wind and the rain, it's actually going to feel relatively mild, maximum 
like I say, 16 Celsius. Overnight, further heavy rain through the rush hour this evening, but eventually it will move eastwards. We'll get some clearer spells, some drier spells, but chillier. A much colder night than we've had of late. Minimum temperature down to 5 Celsius, 41 degrees in Fahrenheit. Some showers around first thing tomorrow morning, but they will be pushed through fairly quickly on the breeze. We'll see some sunshine at least tomorrow, but the wind is coming from the Atlantic, so it's picked up some cooler air. Maximum temperature tomorrow, just 12 Celsius, 54 degrees in Fahrenheit. And that's your forecast. Every weekday from three, Roberto Peroni. You told 580 gags in one hour. Can I yeah. test you for one minute? I spent the whole year trying to get into classical music. It took the four seasons. Weekdays from three. We heard from Neil earlier on. He claims he was discriminated against and asked to leave a pub because he injected himself in public in full view. Insulin keeps my son alive, OK? If he doesn't inject, he'll die. Roberto Peroni. And I just thank you for the services that you do on here to help people like myself. Weekdays from 3 on BBC Three Counties Radio. Kelly's looking a little bit pleased with herself. Why are you so, why are you so pleased, Kels? What's happened? What's happened? Sorry, what are you saying? You're looking a bit pleased with yourself. What's happened? Well, uh, you know Shelley Poole? Um, off of Alicia's ass. Oh, yeah. She's tweeted. Hey! Oh! She's tweeted you! Yeah. Oh, no, hang on, she's tweeted me. Uh, but mainly me. Well, she's tweeted us. Oh, it's OK, she's tweeted us. She says... Lovely. Isn't that nice? Yeah. You see? Oh, and I've just gone on her Twitter. Yeah. And her last tweet was a Three Counties tweet that she retweeted. Yeah, you go, you see. And how many followers has she got? Has she, she retweeted that too? 805. Wow, that's a lot, isn't it? Kath. Joyce is in Leegrave. Morning, Joyce. Morning. Joyce, what have you got for me today? I don't know how many followers I've got. Never mind. Um, well, <laughs> I tell you what, you've got one follower here. It's Catherine. Just to say about Mrs. Thatcher. Yes. As I say, Mrs. Thatcher. That's the way we knew her. Um, we used to do some silver service waitressing, and yes. we actually, when Margaret Thatcher was canvassing to be Prime Minister, as yep. it was, yes. um, one particular place venue we went to was South Mims Crest Hotel. Oh, yes. As, as it was then. As it was. And she was dynamic. Yeah. And um, they had all the head office people, you know, the usual bigwigs who don't know really what to do. Uh, they were there to greet her. And we, the workers and people who had to pull it over and get it over at the end of the day, uh, we had the manager and going right down, right down to the staff or for Southman's Crest Hotel in a line or waiting. And we, the waitresses, were started on the halfway up the line uh, to uh, greet her coming in yes. to the room. And... Um, she walked straight past the high dignitaries, yeah. just nodded, and she walked straight down to the workers. And, and she sacked spoke. you all. <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke, guys. It's a joke. And she spoke to us, and it was brilliant how, yeah. uh, you know, she appreciated it, people that worked. And they were all male people in the, call it the audience, and she held them, and it was absolutely brilliant. You know how she was a one woman in front of all that full room, and we 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 could really nothing but admire her. Should there be a statue for her, Joyce? Yes, I do think so. Joyce, thank you very much indeed. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. There'll be some people listening to Joyce's words, describing how Margaret Thatcher was interested in the workers, and they'll be spitting into their coffee. Don't do that. I mean, it's your spit. You you can drink it back, but it's still. I mean, really. Spit into a bin. Don't spit. 
08459 555 555. Joyce uh, there, uh, strongly saying that Thatcher was a nice woman. She cared about the workers and she should have a statue. Dennis is in um, Luton. Morning, Dennis. Good morning, boss. Dennis. Ah, now, Dennis, you're the gentleman that told us uh, about the faulty smoke and fire alarms in Hockwell Ring, and the fire brigade were going there five, six, seven times a day. Yeah. And then when once we started investing, apparently it's going to be sorted out this week. It should be sorted by Friday. But you were saying that no one had been there Thursday or Friday. When Justin came... Yeah. There was a fire engine before, but he didn't see it. Yeah. And we've had no more fire engines ever since. So what oh. have Lewis Council done in one day, or, or the flats, I don't know, um, that's happened for four months, yep. are these fire engines? What did they do? Switch all the alarms off? Or, the, or sent all the workmen in and done it in, what, half an hour well, or an we hour? we were told the work was going to start today and it would last four days. So it'll be finished about Thursday or Friday. But um, if they've done it earlier, Dennis, that's got to be good news, isn't it? Well, it's great news. And if anyone's got any problems, ring free counties radio, isn't it? There is just one other little thing regarding this Uncle Ian. Yes. Right. I can remember it, but I can't remember the singer. But does he say Uncle Ian, I-A-N, or I-A-A-N? Or I-A-I-N. Yeah. Yeah, well, you've got to look at the situation there, haven't you? you, There's one thing you've got to do, uh, Sue, is look at the situation. Uh, I hope, Mike, our sound, uh, the gentleman that puts our packages together was listening to that. There's uh, John from Luton saying, if you've got a problem, call Three Counties Radio. That'll do. That'll do. We'll have some of that, please. 08459 455 555. Homelessness is increasing in Bedford, but now those without a roof over their heads have a hot meal with a difference to look forward to. The local Sikh community started a free curry service in the town yesterday after calls for the spicy dishes. Ravi Gill from the project can tell us how it went. Morning, Ravi. Good morning. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm all right, thank you. Well, how much? Why did you decide to do this, first of all? Um, I think, uh, well, I think the easiest way of explaining that is it's, it's, it's an amalgamation of the idea of a soup run and um, the Sikh concept, two concepts, langar and seva. Langar is a free kitchen that you'll find in every single Sikh Gurdwara, all temples, you might call it. Yeah. And it, they're open to anyone, regardless of race, religion, um, gender, anything like that. You know, that's why a lot of Sikh temples have four doors to signify open to the four corners of the world. And seva is um, the service of humanity, which is a, a very strong foundation stone of the Sikh religion. And so we kind of, a few of us guys, we all uh, sort of volunteer with other projects as well. And we thought, well, you know, we're sort of part of the Sikh community. Why don't we, you know, we're doing really well for our own community. You know, everyone gets fed. It's not a problem. We all look after each other. Why don't we take this onto the streets? And it just, it just went from there. So it was, it was this weekend. How much of a response yeah. did you get? Oh, we were, we were actually blown away. We actually ran out of food at the end. Wow. And luckily, just had, <laughs> had one last takeaway box that we could give to someone. But, um, yeah, we, we got there, and uh, absolutely amazing. As soon as we parked up, there were actually people waiting half an hour before we were even going to set up. And they kind of just walked over, and as soon as they recognised the guys with the turbans, because I don't wear one, but the guys with the turbans also, uh, one guy just walked over and just said, wow, you guys are amazing. Just thank you so much for doing this. And, like, shaking our hand, it just... 
the weirdest thing you had in another curry yet. Do you know what I mean? It could have been awful. You, they, they, you know, they should have tried it before they thanked you. It could have been... Well, that was, yeah, there is that. We could have been, there was one guy who found it a little bit spicy. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> How often are you going to be doing this, Ravi? If it's such a success at the weekend, are you going to do it again? Yeah, yeah. Initially, we're looking at uh, the first Sunday of every month. Same venue every single time. Uh, and then hopefully if it progresses, you know, more often. Ideally, I mean, the, the vision is to do it every week, you know, so Sunday becomes the official curry night of Bedfordshire. Where do you get the money yeah. from to fund this? Um, from uh, we're, The plan was to fund it ourselves. Yeah. And, you know, everyone put a few quid in here sort of thing. Um, but we kind of, because it's, again, it goes back to the idea of Seva. Within the city community, because it is such a strong foundation zone, they call it Dust Fund, you give 10% of whatever you earn to charity, you know, it's, it's, it's such a strong thing, it's drummed into you when you're born. We just kind of mentioned it to a few people, and, and all of a sudden the phones just went off the hook, and people were like, hey, I want to give you a bag of flour, I want to give you some potatoes, I've got these, um, you know, uh, spices, oh, would you like those? Even the printing for our flyers, one of the guys took it on and, and you know, took in front of the, the cost and turned up with some flyers which were made of card, and I couldn't believe the quality of these flyers. Mm. And it was all, it was all that, and it, so it all went better. But having said that, we also had some really kind donations from um, non-seeps as well. Just picked up on it and said, yeah, we want to be part of this. And, you know, as, as I said before, you know, Seep Good Door is open to anyone as a community centre, you know, regardless of religion. So it was quite nice that non-seeps were phoning us up and saying, hey, we want, we want to, you know, want a piece of the action sort of thing. Well, Ravi, listen, well done. Good, good on you for doing it. And, um, you well, know, if it becomes you. a more regular thing, let us know and we'll give it a little bit of a plug. Come down for curry. Man, I'm, to- I'm there, totally. I'm, <laughs> there. I'm vegetarian. Will I be all right? They're all the curries are vegetarian. Beautiful. Ravi, I'll Eat see you soon. I'm there. Right, take care. See you later, yeah. my fella. There we go. Well, there you go. Nice people doing nice things. It's nice. Good of them. Yeah, it's good, good on them. Nice people doing nice things and helping other people for no other benefit other than they just like helping people. Beautiful. We'll have some of that, please. Um, Gary's in Hemel. Morning, Gary. Morning, Ian. Morning, Gary. Hiya. Oh, how are you? I think I may know the song that you need. What? Well, Uncle 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 Ian. Paul McCartney says about Uncle Ian in the song, or have you already had that? Well, go on. Let him in. Yeah, can you sing it? No, I can't sing it. Why? Because mm, what do you want me to sing it for? No, I can't sing it. Go on. No, I can't. I've got a bit of a sore throat. Go on. I can't. Do, do it gent. Wh- wh- whistle it. No, I'm not going to whistle it either. Hum it? <laughs> no. Trumpet? No. I can let you sing it. What? You sing it. I've got a sore throat. Oh, you've got a sore throat as well, have you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Gary, no. I'll sing it if you tell me how it goes. No, I can't. Oh. You're right, Gary. You sound a bit down. No, I'm fine. You're right. I, I'm, in, I'm in good spirit. Yeah. You, you've got the song right. And oh, as, the prize is Catherine and Kelly will come round and um, clean your house for you. Whoa, oh, lovely. Yeah. Thank you. And they'll wear yeah. whatever you want or don't want. But only if you sing it. I'm not going to sing it. Well, you don't get oh, the clean. I've got, hmm. got a sore throat today. Why have you got a sore throat? What have you been doing? Singing Paul McCartney songs? Mostly smoking too much. Oh, oh Gary. 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 Pack that up. Gary. Pack it up, Gary. I can't. I like it too much. You what? Huh? I like it. You like it? No, you don't yeah. like it. You don't. The doctor said to me, "Why don't you think about giving up for what I want to do that for?" Because huh? it's going to kill you. 
Mm. Means Everyone's you can't... got to go sometime, haven't Yeah, I? but you're going to go quicker and in more pain. And also it means you can't join in the fun we're having by singing Let Em In by Paul McCartney and Wings. <laughs> what you got planned for the rest of the day, Gary? Anything fun? Uh, I'm at work today. Oh, mate. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Listen, you're a good sport. Thanks for calling up. Cheers. Thank take, you very much, Ian. Take care. Ta-ta. There we go. That's him in good spirits. I mean... He enjoys smoking too much because those cigarettes no, are delicious, no, aren't they? I, mm, I, when I was a, when I was a smoker, I used to think I enjoyed smoking. No, you don't, do you? You don't. They make you think you're enjoying the smoking, but you don't enjoy the smoking. Although sometimes I enjoy rolling up. I used to smoke roll ups. All right, girls. <laughs> All right, as it. All right, you want a bar car? You know when you stopped smoking? Yeah. Did you um, embrace a whole new world of flavours? Uh, yeah, I did. I, I did eventually. Yeah, yeah, eventually. Kelly, you looks like you want to say something. Well, I was just thinking it's strange that smoking made you cockney. <laughs> <laughs> Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Ongoing problems on the M40. On the northbound carriageway, there are long delays between Junction 6 for Watlington and 8A for Oxford after a coach fire. It's also had a knock-on to the southbound carriageway, which is slow going between 8A for Oxford and 6 for Watlington 2. The M1 London bound looking very heavy on the sensors around Junction 12 for Toddington and Flittick. And also the M25 anti-clockwise queuing between Junction 21 for the M1 and 16 for the M40. Public transport has no reported problems. I'm Alice Glossop, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Alice. Right. What, I've just looked at Twitter for the first time in ages. I'm being, um, being cyber-bullied. Where's my panic button? I need to get in touch with Richard Bacon. He'll sort this out. He's big on cyber-bullies. Beating them, he's not. Well, shut up. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's eight o'clock, I'm Lee Agnew. The headlines calls for tighter security at courts in the three counties. Raw sewage fills gardens in Buckinghamshire and Mickey Rooney dies at the age of 93. BBC Three Counties Radio. There are calls for tighter security to stop people accused of child sex crimes escaping from court. It comes after a paedophile from Hemel Hempstead ran off while a jury was finding him guilty of indecently assaulting a three-year-old. Peter Saunders from the National Association for People Abused in Childhood says their victims need to be considered. All these cases which involve the abuse of children or young people are extremely serious. The consequences for the victims are absolutely horrendous. If somebody is accused of a very serious crime, often they will be remanded in custody. And I can't think of a more serious crime than crimes against children. Officials leading the search for the missing Malaysian airliner say they've received the most promising lead so far. An Australian ship has detected two new signals said to be consistent with the plane's flight recorders. People living at Buckinghamshire have had raw sewage emerge in their homes and gardens. Thames Water says the drainage system in Hewenden has been overwhelmed by the recent heavy rain. But Conservative MP for Aylesbury, David Liddington, says the company has questions to answer. It's improved now, now that you know the, the floods have abated, but I think it's revealed a, an underlying problem that the Thames Water in particular, and all the agencies concerned, need to have a, a firm look at now. Rail unions have launched a legal battle over the way the government's dealing with three rail fan- franchises. They want a judicial review into the reprivatisation of the East Coast Line and the extensions to the Thameslink and Great Northern contracts.
A junior football club in Toddington has been forced to cancel its games after travellers left piles of waste on two of its pitches. Police evicted caravans from the land near Poplar's Nursery on Friday morning. Chairman of the club, Jake Kirby, told Ian Lee that it's disappointing for his players. It's success, but it's come at a price, unfortunately, um, for everybody involved. So um, we'll just have to find out how long that's going to take. We'll try and find some other areas for them to play and Mm. to practice. Um, And I'm sure um, they're a resilient group, so they'll just uh, get on with it, I guess. The Hollywood legend Mickey Rooney has died at the age of 93. He'd been bankrupt twice despite starring in 200 films which made $3 billion. He also married eight times, something he later admitted made him less than perfect. I don't think anybody's proud to have been married eight times. Somebody would say, well, gee, there's something wrong with that guy. He's been married eight times. Well, the truth is, there is something wrong. In sport, Norwich City have sacked manager Chris Hewton with five games of the season remaining. Liverpool are back on top of the Premier League table after a 2-1 win at West Ham. And the weather will be cloudy with outbreaks of rain today. Top temperatures around 15 degrees Celsius. That's 52 degrees Fahrenheit. Get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash threecounties. BBC Three Counties Radio's big tour of beds, hearts and bucks. I like the woodlands at the back. We walk up there all the time, grew up there, playing up there. It's all about where you live. Just come and have a look and I think you'll be drawn in. And all this week, we're featuring Berkhamstead. I love my town. I adore it. I wouldn't swap it for the world. The big tour of beds, hearts and bucks. BBC Three Counties Radio. I love my town. It's just great in New York City. We were arguing over whether that gentleman sounded American or like Ronnie Corbett. It was one of the two. An American Corbett. Morning, this is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. It's four minutes past eight already. Where have the last two hours gone? Probably best we don't discuss them. They weren't gold. Bronze? Bronze, copper. They were very polished copper before it turns green. I don't even know if they reach diamondique standards, so I'm I'm not convinced. Anyway, doesn't matter. Another hour of this nonsense, then JVS takes over and really kicks the radio station up the backside. Lots to talk about, including campaigners want suspected paedophiles to be tagged. A councillor wants Yarlswood to take better care of detainees. And should Margaret Thatcher get a statue? Well, most of you have been overwhelmingly supportive of the idea of erecting something in Margaret Thatcher's memory. We have one caller, Joyce, who says that Margaret was great for the workers and that she definitely deserves to be remembered in statue form. Facebook.com forward slash BBC 3CR. You can send me a text, 81333. Start your text 3CR, but the best way to get in touch is to give me a call 08459 455 555. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. 
Campaigners for the rights of abused children are calling for tougher restrictions on the movements of suspected paedophiles. The National Association for People Abused in Childhood is speaking out after a Hemel Hempstead man had to be sentenced in his absence last week after leaving court and, well, not coming back. 39-year-old Ian MacDonald from the Heights was eventually found on Friday evening. His carer's been jailed for helping him abscond and a 20-year-old man was arrested on suspicion of assisting an offender. Well, Peter Saunders from the National Association for People Abused in Childhood says McDonald should have been tagged. All these cases which involve the abuse of children or young people are extremely serious. The consequences for the victims are absolutely horrendous. They, they can last a lifetime. If somebody is accused of a very serious crime, often they will be remanded in custody, and I think that's absolutely correct. And I can't think of a more serious crime than crimes against children, and particularly crimes of this kind carried out against practically a baby. I mean, this says something about the nature of the the offender. Um, I mean, we would argue they should probably be in custody whilst they're awaiting trial anyway. Um, But at the very least, if they're not in custody, I would have thought we should look at something like tagging them, because they are people who pose a, a very real and present danger to children. Well, what do you think? 08459 455 555 is the phone number. Justin Dealey has been in Toddington asking people whether tougher restrictions are needed. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Against kids like that, uh, the law needs to be tougher on people like that. It does seem ridiculous that somebody could simply go missing in a situation like that, doesn't it? That's just how it is in Britain at the minute, I think. The laws are all wrong against crimes like this. So if it was one or the other, do you think they should remain in custody or be tagged? If it had to be one of those two, what do you think it should be? Because you know, I've got my own children, I think they should be in custody. Yeah, they should remain in custody until they go to court. Yeah, I mean, if the law proves them that they're innocent, then fine, walk free. If they're proved guilty, then they should have the full force of the law against them. Tagged. Innocent until proven guilty until being to court. So, yeah, if there's something like that, maybe they should be tagged. But to lock them up before they prove guilty, I would say is wrong as well, because that's how we work in this country, isn't it? A tag would still give you that freedom if you were innocent, but the police at the same time would know exactly where you are. Yeah, could see where you were, and if you were near anything that was going to be sort of parks, schools, anything like that. So I would go for tag rather than lock them up, basically. A tag would be better because you're innocent to proven guilty, so a tag would be the way forward. As it currently stands, are you staggered that somebody like this could simply go missing for a few days? Uh, yes, because it's just not right, is it? If, if it's that um, bad, they should be watching. Simple as that. Well, Jeff Payne's a criminal lawyer from Hertfordshire. Morning, Jeff. Good morning. We can't lock people up, can we? And, and, until they've been found guilty. Well, some people are locked up on bail, but bail is different to the offence that someone's charged with. If someone is likely to fail to attend court based on their previous record or their lack of community ties or commit offences on bail or pervert the course of justice. Generally speaking, those people won't get bail. But where you get somebody of previous good character who's never committed an offence before, who's got strong community ties, maybe a job, a home, then locking them up in custody at the cost of £40,000 per prison place per year does seem pretty expensive and probably not worth it. And also, I mean, the, the, the paedophiles, the subject of paedophiles, it's a very emotive subject, and there's quite yeah. often a knee-jerk reaction, oh, bang them all up. But, but just because they are accused of a crime, innocent until proven guilty, isn't it? Well, that's the cardinal principle behind our entire criminal justice system. There are lots of people, actually, who are acquitted of all sorts of offences in all sorts of courts around the country, and there are actually lots of people who are held on remand in custody 
who then are either acquitted or are convicted but are sentenced to a non-custodial sentence. So we do have to think about the disruption that locking people up causes. It can cost you your home, your job and your family and so on. Now, in the right cases, it's absolutely right to remand somebody in custody, like if they won't attend court. But where there aren't any substantial grounds for believing that, the law allows people to be released on bail, often on conditions. Mm. And tags are used, actually, already. People can be subjected to curfew requirements where they're tagged overnight. But that's expensive, too. And there was one particular private company that repaid the government over £100 million for fraud arising out of a tagging contract relatively recently. What requirements... Why would a judge say someone should be tagged? Well, generally speaking, there's a presumption in favour of bail. And like I say, if someone has committed offences on bail or they pose a, a flight risk, then a judge will remand them in custody. But if the, the situation is rather more finely balanced, if they have some community ties that may have failed to attend court a long, long time ago, a judge might say, look, we need to be safe. The police need to know where you are overnight. So you're going to be subjected to a curfew requirement and an electronic tag. So that if somebody walks out of their home or the place that they're bailed to, the authorities will know within a matter of minutes that they've gone. What about, I mean, this gentleman we're talking about, McDonald, was, was accused and found guilty of yeah. um, abusing a three-year-old. Would, would that not be a serious enough accusation to, to consider tagging? And also, it, it would put the victim's um, mind at peace, wouldn't it? Well, it would. But, of course, you're presupposing at that stage that the person's guilty. They might not be. This, this man was, obviously, and lots of people accused of offences that he was accused with are guilty. Many are not guilty. And so ultimately, you, the court has to form quite a, a rigorous assessment of the person's background and will look at them and say, look, are you the sort of person that might not attend court? And if there are substantial grounds for believing that they won't attend court, um, then, uh, then they'll be remanded in custody or, or conditions will be placed on their bail. Jeff, how common is it for people charged with crimes to, to escape from court? It does happen. It's not that common. It's by no means a majority. It's by no means a, a, even a substantial minority. I've had a few cases where people have absconded, um, where they face quite serious allegations, but the vast, vast majority of people do turn up to court. It's funny, that, isn't it? Because they, these people, if they know they're guilty, and it's yes. looking like they're going to they're gonna go down for it, they're, they're very naughty people anyway. So it, it does seem odd that so many do actually turn up for, to be sentenced. Yes, but if you, if you think about it, we're, we're not in the 60s and 70s anymore. It's not possible to go off to Spain no. and, and, and live a new life. Many, many countries like Dubai that never used to do this are now extraditing people back to this country. It's very difficult and you need an awful lot of money to effectively disappear and start a new life somewhere else, especially if you're on bail with a condition to hand your passport in. Most ordinary people don't have the wherewithal to obtain a false passport, have the millions of pounds necessary to set up somewhere anonymously the other side of the world with no extradition treaty. People have been caught far more than ever before. And finally, if someone does escape, does it come back to the lawyer? Can the lawyer and the legal team be in, be in trouble in any way? No. Uh, bail isn't our decision. We can apply for bail on behalf of our clients, and we often do, and, and many get bail and many don't. It, it, it's a matter for the court. Ultimately, um, some people have gone like this man did, and, and a court a very short time later. Most are caught eventually. Some disappear off, but they tend to be the very serious, high-profile criminals who probably wouldn't get bail in the first place. Jeff, fascinating talking to you this morning. Thank you very much. It's Jeff Payne, a criminal lawyer from Hertfordshire. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. I enjoyed that. BBC Three Counties Radio. It was good. He was good. Should we have a little uh, look at the front pages of the newspapers? We'll do the Express, the Mail and the Sun. Okay. 
So, the Daily Express, arthritis, a new way to ease the pain. What is it? What is this scientific breakthrough? Is it new drugs? No. Uh, is it an exercise regime? No. What could it be? A few glasses of milk a week. Oh, that's that sorted. Just a few glasses of milk a week helps slow down disease. Milk could be the key to beating crippling arthritis, says Joe Willie, the health editor. Uh, the milk expert. Drinking a few glasses of skimmed or semi-skimmed milk uh, each week can stop the devada- devastating disease from worsening. The Sun, square basher. Oh, so some EastEnders actor is accused of hitting some Coronation Street actor's boyfriend or whatever. Oh, dear me. Uh, and the Daily Mail. Here we go. Now, we, I know we have a lot of older listeners, and it's always nice to have you on board. The Daily Mail. Elderly NHS patients suffering in silence, says health watchdog. Just too polite to make a fuss. Thanks, girls. <laughs> you're the best. Nice. You're my... Look, Catherine Carnivis, you're totally my favourite. Oh, thanks, mate. All right. Oh, dear. Just too polite to make a fuss. Tens of thousands of elderly patients are enduring appalling NHS care because they are too frightened or too polite to complain. I, I'm i not sure I believe this. I get to, I have the privilege of talking to lots of elderly people whilst doing this show. Catherine Boyle and indeed you, the callers. You're not, you're not rising to that? You're not going to rise to it, Kath? Little... Oh, you were talking about me, were I you? I said your name. I thought you couldn't be because I'm 36. Nearly 40. Nearly. Not, not as nearly as you are. Oh, hang on. You're over 40. Not different. It's different for men. It's my career is just blossoming. My, my not different career is just blossoming. Yours is not naughty forte. That's right, Kelly. Kelly's only 19. She doesn't know anything about anything. Anyway, tens of thousands of patients. Be very carefully you wind up. I'm not winding anybody up. You're winding me up. Why? Because you are aggravating. Deal with it. I don't have to. Kelly, could you, could you, um... Team Nigel. Tens of thousands... What, what? Hashtag Team Nigel. Tens of thousands of elderly patients are enduring appalling NHS... It says here that old people are too polite to complain. I don't agree. Catherine's complaining all the time these days. She's sniggering. She's nearly 30. Yeah, I said it. She's not. She's 19. She's not. <laughs> Kelly, high five. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Between Houghton Regis and Dunstable on the speed sensors, the A5 going south is heavy. Also in Kings Langley, the A41 is queuing as you approach the M25. On the M25 itself, anti-clockwise queuing between Junction 21 for the M1 and 16 for the M40. The M1 London bound very heavy as you approach Junction 12 for Flitwick. And ongoing problems on the M40 northbound. We've got long delays between Junction 6 for Watlington and 8A for Oxford after a coach fire. Public transport has no reported problems. I'm Alice Glossop, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Alice. It's coming up to 8.17. It's Monday. <laughs> Paul Scoynes, who's on gardening leave, has sent me an email, uh, which, uh, Paul, I think part of the restrictions are you're not allowed to contact me. I think that's... It's uh, BBC Three Counties Radio. These are your headlines. Questions are being asked about the quality of medical care at Yarlswood Detention Centre in Bedfordshire following the death of a detainee. 
people from Hewenden in Buckinghamshire have had raw sewage emerge in their homes and their gardens. And the actor Mickey Rooney has died at the age of 93. The weather today, cloudy with outbreaks of rain. BBC Three Counties Radio. Three Counties Radio's big tour of beds, hearts and bucks. The town is steeped in history. You've got Berkhamsted Castle within the town. Inviting everyone to where you live. A little gem within Hertfordshire. And it's as if it's been picked up from somewhere like the Cotswolds or something and dropped here. And all this week, we're featuring Berkhamsted. I love my town. I adore it. I wouldn't swap it for the world. If you've got a story everyone should hear about, let us tell them about it. I like St Peter's Church. It's lovely to go and sit in if you want to. Quaint little market town that's really lively and buzzy. The big tour of beds, hearts and bucks. Berkhamsted is a lovely place to live. BBC Three Counties Radio. It looks nice. Does it? Yeah. Thanks. None of your team noticed? No, no one's commented on my head. Isn't that rude? Tim and Danny and um, whatever other slackers you've got working on there today. Barry, yes. Is he on your show now? He's, he's a tall fella, isn't he? He's very tall, yes, he is. Um, but you, I think it looks good. Thanks very much. And you smell wonderful today. Oh, You've really thank- had a little bit of a pampering weekend, it Gosh, look at you being all night. Yeah, I have. My haircut, actually, it wasn't by my usual barber, Ali. He's, uh, he's back, back at home in Kurdistan. Oh, I hope that was his choice to go back there. Yeah, yeah, he has got six weeks. Catherine, um, Catherine wants to say something. Have you lost weight? Yeah, I have lost weight. Yeah, yeah. You are looking buff. That, oh, thanks stuff. very much. Thanks. You are looking... Seriously, it sounds like... What's going on here? They probably are taking the mick. They, they are. They are they're, they're smirking after they say these no, things. No, you look the picture of health. D- really? Think, have you done a face mask or something? <laughs> oh, Josh. Yeah, come yes. on, mate. Come on now. And you know, always you? smells lovely. No, I've never done a face mask in my life. Oh, you oh, should do a I face mean. mask. Should I? Oh, a face mask is great fun. Really? need one. Face mask and, and um, not onions on the eyes. What do they call it? No, not onions. Cucumber. Cucumbers on the eyes. Oh, I love that. That would sting some onion on your eye, wouldn't it? Onion, really? onion and chilli. I found out the hard way. Don't go there. <laughs> I might treat myself to a little massage with my uh, Thai girl and um, then a little facial. With your Thai girl? With your Thai girl. Yeah, the massage. The massage place is a Thai place. It's really? Not mine. I don't own her. I to, turns out that's not legal. I found out the hard way again. But I might go and have that and have a little facial done this week. Gosh, it's nice to treat yourself and pamper yourself. But you've got good skin anyway, haven't hey, you? Really? Hey, I mean, look at your skin. This guy. This <clears> guy. <throat> you don't need anything slapped on your face. I could do with something slapped on my face on those cold, lonely nights. Could now. You? Um, you're on this morning from nine o'clock, as you are every morning. I am, yes. Always an excellent listen. Three oh, hours, very much. Three hours of radio. Three, uh, three very different hours of radio. Three long, weary hours. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's the big question this morning? Well, coming up on the big phone today. You've seen this story today. It's on the front page of the Mail. Um, health watchdog Dame Julie Meller. Oh yeah. Has said today that too many older people are suffering in silence in hospitals across the UK. Yeah. Uh, she's concerned that they suffer misdiagnosis. Poor staff attitudes, poor communication, substandard nutrition, and a general lack of n- dignity, but they're too polite to make any kind of fuss. Yeah, we just mentioned that. Yeah, it's incredible. The Parliamentary and Health Service Ombudsman investigates um, complaints 
against health providers and they've said that the NHS needs to be far less defensive to encourage older people to report poor care. Well, from nine this morning, I want your views on this. Is it true that older people are treated badly in hospital? I want your experiences. Uh, Perhaps you are older yourself or you have an elderly mum or dad who's been in hospital. Is it true that you're likely to be treated very badly in hospitals nowadays? 08459 455 555, your call from nine. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. Call 08459 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. Now, a vigil has been uh, been held outside the Yarlswood Immigration Centre in Bedfordshire following the death of Christine Case there just over a week ago. The 40-year-old died suddenly after complaining about feeling unwell. Well, there have been reports that she was denied medical assistance and her case has been raised in Parliament. The Home Office Minister, James Brokenshire, has said that all circumstances will be looked into. Those matters, I'm sure, will have been heard by uh, those with responsibility in terms of the police and the inspectorates, and certainly I would expect all issues to be thoroughly analysed and investigated in the appropriate way, given the nature of this uh, incident. Well, in a moment we'll be speaking to Yarlswood's director, John Tolland, but first, Bedford Labour councillor Louise King. Good morning, Louise. Louise? Louise? I think you may have just dropped off there. We'll try and get uh, Louise back uh, in a second. But before that, then, let's speak to the Yarlswood director, John Tolland. Good morning, John. Hey, good morning, Ian. Uh, it, uh, yet another um, the, the example of, of um, Yarlswood not getting the best press. Yeah, that, that's unfortunate. And uh, it's not very helpful, really, in these uh, unfortunate circumstances. Do you know what happened? Uh, well, the... Circumstances surrounding Christine's death is um, subject to an investigation, as you just said, and um, that will be thoroughly and comprehensively investigated by the Prison Probation Ombudsman. Do you, was she denied medical treatment? As I said, the, the whole uh, circumstances around Christine's death will be thoroughly investigated, and it would be inappropriate to comment any further on that matter at the moment. Well, it would be it'd be quite inappropriate to get your your uh, your thoughts on on what happened. Is it usual if a prisoner is com- uh, uh, an inmate is complaining that they uh, they don't feel well? Is it, is it usual that they don't get medical treatment? Well, Yarlswood has twenty four hour healthcare cover. We have qualified nurses on duty twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, and um, the residents here uh, aren't locked up like you you know, is sort of typical in a, a prison custodial establishment. And um, they have the opportunity to visit the health care if they have any health concerns. So you're saying it's unlikely that Christine Case, who died there just over a week ago, it, you're saying that she, it's unlikely that she would have been denied medical attention? That's absolutely correct. OK, so, so the, 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 the claim, the reports that she was denied medical assistance are, are, are untrue? Well, as I said, the, the whole uh, matter surrounding Christine's death will have to be thoroughly investigated by the Prison and Probation Ombudsman. What have, you, what have your staff told you about it? Well, again, it's really inappropriate to sort of discuss that in the further at present. Is it a, what kind of investigation? Is it a police investigation that's taking place? Well, well the police were, were notified of Christine's death because um, every death in a custodial establishment um, has to be reported to the police, and the police um, came on site 
And, but if, uh, it, if it's not a police investigation, then you, you'd be allowed to comment, wouldn't you? Well, no, because um, the, the prison probation ombudsman uh, uh, will do an investigation and will report to the coroner, and it would be inappropriate to interfere with uh, the well, coroner's investigation. It's not interference, is it? And it, you're not legally prevented from um, letting people know what your thoughts are. But it's inappropriate, and, and it wouldn't help anyone to speculate or, or make unqualified comment. But you wouldn't be speculating. You're Yarlswood's director. Surely you know exactly what happens to the uh, residents there. That may be so, but as I said, it's not uh, appropriate really. So you know, you know on, what happened on local radio. So you know what happened. I I know what um, the staff reported. And what did they report, John? Well, that, again, you know, it's, I'm not prepared to discuss that in, in detail. So um, that will be subject to a, a thorough investigation. And when will the results of the investigation be released? Well, that's in the hands of the uh, Prison Probation Ombudsman, so they, they will conduct their investigation and will make that report available to um, the coroner. And you're probably aware that HM Coroner opened uh, an inquest in the agenda last week, and he's set a date for an interim hearing uh, towards the latter part of June this year. Yours would get some really bad press, doesn't it? Accusations of um, uh, guards sleeping with, with inmates, uh, all kinds of horrible stories that, that come out of it. Yes, that, that's rather unfortunate, but yeah. Why do you think that so many bad stories about Yars would keep coming out? I th- think it's, immigration is always a, a sensitive and emotive subject, and uh, p- people you know, have polarised views on it, and it's appears to be newsworthy. Mm. The death of a, a, a detainee is certainly newsworthy, isn't it? Absolutely, and it's a very sad and unfortunate event, and it um, really affects us all here, both staff and residents. You know, we're all affected by it. And um, we had a memorial service yesterday where about 110 residents plus a, a large group of staff attended uh, in respect of um, the passing of Christine. What are you doing to reassure the other detainees? Well, we have... um, Our staff have really good rapport and uh, relationships with our residents. And, you know, immediately afterwards we had extra staff brought in. We have counsellors, we have mental health nurses. And we've been there supporting our residents and our staff. Also, um, we've put out notices, you know, that if anyone seeks any further assistance, you know, that um, they can approach our healthcare colleagues and and we'll support them in this time. I'm sure this wouldn't uh, upset the investigation at all. What what did Christine die of? Well, the um, coroner, and it's been widely reported, stated that she died of a, a pulmonary thromboembolism. OK, stay there. Uh, stay there, John. We're joined by uh, uh, Bedford Labour councillor Louise King. Louise, I think we managed to get you back on the line. Hello, yes, I'm sorry about that, that Ian. That's quite all right. You're, you, you've, you've been concerned for a while, haven't you, about the way healthcare is delivered at Yarlswood? You may not have heard, but John says there is 24-hour um, medical care there and people are free to go and, and uh, get medical attention whenever they want to. Well, yeah, I, mean, I do understand that there is 24-hour medical care there, but whether or not that care is appropriate in all circumstances is something that we want to look at. Um, I must add that it's not the death of Christine that has caused me to want to look at this. Mm. I've been uh, concerned for some time that there's 
inadequate mental health provision there that um, there are there is a, a culture of not necessarily believing uh, detainees when they report being ill and uh, that also that there are women there that are being detained inappropriately because they're pregnant um, so we do want to look at this we decided some time ago that we wanted to see how people were assessed when they went into the center and I've been talking to detainees for a little while now to try and see what they feel about the healthcare provision at Yarlswood. I suppose there is a chance, Louise, that, that the detainees, maybe they're exaggerating the, the poor conditions they claim. Well, look, people, people who are detained um, and are going to be removed from the country are, are necessarily going to be quite distressed. They're going to have particular needs. And I think it's very important that we make sure that those needs are being fully addressed, that they are receiving the counselling that they, they require, and that mental health provision is very robust. And also that, that women who are pregnant are receiving appropriate care and they're only being detained um, if the law allows them to be detained. And I'm not convinced that that's always the case. So I want us to look at this very closely. Louise, I, I don't know if you've spoken to detainees recently, but how have they reacted to um, the death? of Miss Case? Well, obviously it's very distressing um, if, if somebody dies that you know and um, on the day of Christine's death I did speak to a couple of detainees and, and there was an atmosphere of panic within the centre I felt and I understand that staff had a very, very difficult job on, on that day um, but um, I did try and facilitate an offer of help through SEPT which is the local mental health trust and my understanding, although I didn't have that conversation myself, is that that, that offer of help was not taken up. Um, I, if there was any additional help there, some of the women that I spoke to were not aware of it. And uh, maybe that's something that also needs to be addressed, allowing, uh, communicating to women what help is available to them. John, your reaction to that? Um, the, the ladies were, I mean, it was a very unfortunate event, and... Um, we made the residents aware that unfortunately someone had died and, and we understand the impact that may have on them. And we did communicate, we got notices out. Um, we also spoke with our residents and made them aware of what had happened and we made them aware that there was additional help. And as I say, we, we did bring in a lot of extra staff on the day. So are you turning down offers of help? No, we, we felt that um, we had appropriate resources, but we we do have a, a agreement with SEPT, and we know that we can turn to SEPT if we needed additional help. So we weren't actually offered help as such, um, but we, we were aware that uh, a member of the public had contacted Beds NHS, who had contacted SEPT, and we had some discussion with SEPT about that. And so we were aware, should we need further, should we have felt that further assistance was needed, that SEPT could support us. Louise, uh, I understand a council review into Yarlswood could start soon. When would that be and what do you hope that would achieve? Well, our Labour group have been pushing for a review via the Health Scrutiny Committee. Um, and as I say, I've already been speaking to some detainees to, to try and see what that would look like. Um, I've been aware of some reports, certainly the Her Majesty's Inspector of Prisons, their recent report highlighted some concerns and I think that that gives us um, something to start with. Um, I would I would like to start this as soon as possible but obviously um, I need to put 
my proposals to the committee. I have spoken to a number of members and there seems to be widespread support for doing this. And we'd like to start it um, within the next month or so, I guess. But uh, I need to, to finalise the scope and uh, speak to the other members. We're meeting again next Tuesday, so I will put something um, together then and we will, we will make a start, hopefully. And, John, final question to you. Are you, are you proud of the way you treat your detainees? Yes, I, I am very proud. Um, I mean, that, that's my reason for working in this environment. I'm very committed to delivering uh, high quality of care, making sure that residents that are put into the care of Yarlswood are treated with safety, decency and respect. And that's very much been reported in Her Majesty's Inspector for Prisons uh, unannounced inspection, which took place last year. John, I really appreciate your time this morning. Could we talk to you when the coroner's report is released? Would you come back on and have a chat with us? Uh, yeah, I'd be willing to do that, yeah. John, thank you very much indeed. That's John uh, Tolland, who is the Yarlswood uh, director. And uh, we also spoke to Bedford Labour councillor Louise King. I'm going to read a text. Before we go, Leo, I appreciate your patience. We've lost Alice, but I'm, I'm not lost. I mean, we, we'll just speak to her in a little bit. I'm going to read a text from Monica, dear listener. I'd like you to think about it uh, while we're listening to Lee do the news. And I'd be really keen to get your thoughts on this. Either way. I'm not going to say anything about it. I'm going to read it. And then if you could call in 08459 455 555. So we're talking uh, about, um, I want to get her name proper, uh, right, Christine Case, who died in Yarlswood just over a week ago. It's an immigration centre. Okay, It's not a pri- prison, it's an immigration centre. So Monica has texted him, someone died in the prison. So what? Why do we care so much about little things like that? Not being horrible, but isn't there more important things to worry about? 08459 455 555 Across beds, hearts and bugs This is BBC Three Counties Radio As we've just been hearing, questions are being asked about the quality of medical care at Yarlswood Detention Centre in Bedfordshire. It follows the death of a 40-year-old detainee who'd complained about feeling unwell. There are calls for tighter security to stop people accused of child sex crimes escaping from court. It comes after a paedophile from Hemel Hempstead ran off while a jury was finding him guilty of indecently assaulting a three-year-old girl. People living in Buckinghamshire have had raw sewage emerge in their homes and gardens. Thames Water says the drainage system in Hewenden has been overwhelmed by the recent heavy rain. And the actor Mickey Rooney has died at the age of 93. By the age of 19, he'd made 120 movies. The weather will be cloudy without breaks of rain, but becoming dry by this evening. Top temperatures around 15 degrees Celsius, 52 degrees Fahrenheit. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hertfordshire's Lewis Hamilton won the Bahrain Grand Prix with Mercedes teammate Nico Rosberg in second place. Daniel Ricciardo finished fourth in the Red Bull with Sebastian Vettel in sixth. Otter football and Watford drew one all against Burnley in the championship. In League One, the MK Dons beat Coventry 2-1 and goalscorer Isle McLeod believes they can still finish in the playoffs. we just got to try and find a little bit more consistency because... Like you say, it keeps going. You think it's gone, and then but we we keep believing that we can go and win our, our next five games. We've got five more, five more games. We just got to keep believing that we can win them. 
and hopefully uh, we can uh, nick that, that sixth place. Elsewhere, Wickham beat Dagenham 2-0 in League 2 and it was another victory for Luton Town, beating Oldershot 1-0 in the conference. Liverpool returned to the top of the Premier League table with a 2-1 win at West Ham. Stephen Gerrard scored twice from the spot, but West Ham manager Sam Allardyce believes Liverpool shouldn't have been awarded the second penalty. Young Flanagan's brought the penalty brilliantly, knows he's not going to get the ball, knows it's going to go out for a goal kick and thought, the keeper's going to come across me, I'm going to try and go down and see if I can get a penalty, but... The referee forgets that if Adrian plays the ball and he plays the ball before he makes any sort of contact with the player, then it's not a penalty. In tennis, Great Britain went out of the Davis Cup quarter-finals with Andy Murray losing to Fabio Fognini in straight sets and Oxford won the 160th boat race, beating Cambridge by 11 lengths. BBC Three Counties News and Sport, more at nine o'clock. Call 08459 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. So, just to remind you, we just spoke about a, a young woman who died at Yarlswood Immigration Centre. I'll read you this text again from Monica. I'm, I'm not saying either way. Keen to get your thoughts on it. Someone died in the prison, so what? Why do we care so much about little things like that? Not being horrible, but isn't there more important things to worry about? 08459 455 555. Peter's in Wolverton. Morning, Peter. Good morning, Ian. Peace be with you, brother. The uh, death of somebody, no matter who they are, male, female, uh, they are the brother, sister, mother, father, uncle, friend, whoever. Um, It it is important because grieving is uh, either short-term or long-term. Sometimes it's very long-term. And the person uh, who is in uh, Yarlswood, um, the death, of course, must be investigated, just cannot be ignored because um, we're all human beings, we should all be looking after each other and uh, uh, it, it just shouldn't be brushed under the carpet. Monica says, why do we care so much about little things like that? Oh no, it's not a little thing, is it? The death of someone is, is, is very important. Um, uh, I'm of an age now where I go to more funerals than christenings yep. and weddings and... Uh, um, the, the tears are always there because these people have lived a life and, and there are people that love them and cherish them and then suddenly they're gone. All they're left with is memories and uh, it, it's very, very sad. So an investigation and the importance of, of such a death must be uh, looked into. Peter, thank you very much indeed. I've got another a text response. Wendy says, that was a horrible thing to say about somebody dying. People are misdiagnosed often. Maybe it was one of those occasions where this happened. Well, the thing is, we don't know what happened. And um, uh, luckily, John Tolland from Yarlswood, the director, said he'll come back on um, when... It's a great little trick, that, isn't it? Ask them directly on air. Uh, We'll come back on when the coroner's report is out. So whatever we say now is speculation about that specific case. And I guess I don't really want to talk about that specific case so much. You you can if you want, but we'll we'll be like the the people on TV talking about that aeroplane. We'll just be guessing at the moment. I want to talk about Monica's text one more time. Someone died in the prison, so what? Why do we care so much about little things like that? Not being horrible, but isn't there more important things to worry about? Monica, I'd love you to come on the show and... um, Explain that to me. Maybe I've misunderstood it slightly. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Lynn's in Hazelmere. Morning, Lynn. Yeah. Lynn, what would you like to say? Um, well, I'm just shocked that somebody could be that desensitised to 
the world around them and not not care. I think that's a horrible thing to say, you know, when this person's died. Um, and also the fact that they've died somewhere that isn't their home. And, you know, they, I just think it's very sad that people can think like that, really. The thing is, as well, it, it's not a prison. It's an immigration centre, so it, it, it's different from a prison. Yes, it's different from a prison, but some of the things that we've been hearing, we don't know, obviously, but some of the things we've been hearing have been quite worrying coming out of Yarlswood, haven't they? Yep. Um, you know, pregnant ladies, n- not receiving treatment, and all sorts of other things that are just a bit worrying. So I, I, would, I would err on the side of caution, and I think it's, you know... It definitely needs investigating, and I just feel very sorry for her, really. That's, you know, and for somebody to say that, it's really not very nice. Lynn, thank you very much indeed. I, I kind of guessed we'd get people like Lynn and Peter saying that kind of thing. Is there anybody listening who agrees with Monica's sentiment, who thinks, oh, come on, mate, jog on, why are, we, why are you dedicating half an hour of radio to this? So some immigrant that may or may not have been here legally died in a det- detention centre. Really? To quote Monica, why do we care so much about little things like that? Do you agree with that? 08459 four double five five double five. Janet says uh, on the text, maybe the text was a little callous. People, you know that there's going to be a tone when the text starts Mr Lee. You know there's going to be a tone and there's a tone here. Mr Lee, maybe the text was a little callous, but perhaps Monica meant there are so many injustices that are brushed aside. Well, one injustice being brushed aside, and while people may be rightfully angry about injustices being brushed aside, and I don't know what you mean by that, Janet. I'd love some clarification from either Janet or Monica what you mean by that. It doesn't mean we should overlook people dying who may whose deaths may have been preventable. Does it? Does it? Because some injustice, injustices are brushed aside, and again, I, I would love clarification on that. We still shouldn't ignore the fact that a woman has died and people, some people are suggesting that death may have been preventable. We don't know. 08459 We're talking this morning as well about uh, Margaret Thatcher. Should she have a statue erected in her honour? Well, the, the, the Daily Mail is suggesting it should be in her hometown. I suggest we should have one in every town, shouldn't we? She was such an important figure that to not recognise it in... Um, what do they make statues out of? Chrome? Bronze. Bronze. Iron. Um, and sometimes it's composite material. Paper mache. They don't. That's only Frank Sybottom. Oh, I'm going to go and see um, John Ronson give a talk tomorrow about uh, the new Frank Sybottom film. Say the new Frank Sybottom film. I could have left the word new out of yeah, that the, sentence. The Frank. The, I'm very excited about that. Good. I invited you to come. Yeah. I found him creepy. But then I was a child. You probably remember him from an adult's perspective. <laughs> I found him very comforting, and Frank was a friend of mine. Well, no, he wasn't. The person inside Frank was a friend of yours. There was no one inside Frank. What are you talking about? Oh. It was, that was, what an unfortunate head. You're so disabled What? He used to have kids shouting at him as he walked down the street, Oi, big head. <laughs> Imagine living like that. Imagine living a life like that, Catherine. Kids shouting, Oi, big head. <laughs> he had to live with that for his whole life. He didn't have to. He could have took it off. Anyway, um, oh, Margaret Thatcher. Yes, we've got a Facebook comment here. Uh, Sandra says, uh, too young to remember what she did, but poll tax was hard on my mum as she had three 18-year-olds in the house. 
They had to all go to work to help feed and clothe us. But my mum has always said she'd done what needed to be done to get us out of ruin. But I agree with Rosette, it wouldn't take long before some idiots deface it. Oh, if there, if there was a statue of Thatcher, a stature, if someone built a stature, you know it would be defaced immediately. People will be hanging handbags on her hand. 08459 555555. Lots to talk about in the last 15 minutes of the show. Let's get the travel with Alice. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. At the Black Cat roundabout, the A1 southbound is queuing from Eton Soken. And also on the speed sensors between Halton Regis and Dunstable, the A5 slow going in both directions around the A505. The A1M southbound slow between Junction 9 for Letchworth and 7 for Stevenage. And the M1 London bound, there's a lane closed on the entry slip road at the Toddington services after an accident. The M40 northbound still really struggling. One lane closed between Junction 6 for Watlington and 8A for Oxford after a coach fire with long delays on the approach. Public transport has no reported problems. I'm Alice Glossop, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Alice. 8.45, it's Monday the 7th of April I will be 41 in uh, two months and two days time People do care actually, people do care These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio Questions are being asked about the quality of medical care At Yarlswood Detention Centre in Bedfordshire Following the death of a detainee People from Hewenden in Buckinghamshire Have had raw sewage emerge in their homes and gardens And the actor Mickey Rooney has died at the age of 93 Coming up in the last 15 minutes of the show Should there be a statue erected to Margaret Thatcher And if you heard the text from Monica Who says, why are we so bothered about someone dying in Yarlswood Detention Centre? There are bigger things to get worried about. Well, give us a call. 08459 455 555. Let's get the weather with... Oh, yeah, Kate! <laughs> Sorry, I've stopped Stop now. it! Stop cyberbullying me! <laughs> I can get you done. We work at the BBC. I can, I can report you. It's good fun. It's, it's no the name of good fun. No, it's not good fun. Who, who runs the BBC now? Is it Peter Fincham? Who's it? Lord Reith? Anyway, I'll find out who runs it <laughs> and I will send them an email and you, young lady, will be in very big trouble. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Well, I'm afraid today's weather is rather grey. There's a lot of cloud around. There's also a lot of rain around as well. Some heavy bursts of rain moving through. Perhaps maybe some dry spells this afternoon, but it is going to come and go. And uh, some of it, like I say, could be quite heavy. It's accompanied by quite a strong southerly gusty breeze as well. The maximum temperature likely to get up to around 15 Celsius, if we're lucky. Uh, We have got quite a lot of cloud around, though, uh, through the course of the day. Overnight tonight, we'll have some further heavy rain, perhaps through the rush hour this evening, and then it will clear out behind it. Some drier spells, some clearer spells. The wind gradually switches from south to a westerly, uh, which picks up some cooler air from the Atlantic. So it's a colder night than the last few. We're looking at a minimum of just around five Celsius. So for tomorrow, a much cooler day, although we should see some sunshine. One or two showers pushing through on the breeze, but a maximum of 12 Celsius. That's 54 degrees in Fahrenheit. And that's your forecast. New to Saturday nights on BBC One. Question one. Which TV personality did most people nominate as the funniest man on television? Anyone? All right, question two. According to a recent survey, who was voted the 47th sexiest man in Wales? Any guesses? Right, last one. In a new poll, which handsome comedian did 100% of people choose as the perfect host for a new Saturday night game show? 
Oh, come on. Rob Brydon. Thank you. At last. Hosts the guest list. Starts Saturday night at 9.30 on BBC One and BBC One HD. I know his um, mother-in-law. Second mother-in-law, I think. 08459 455 555 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We've been talking all morning about a story in the Daily Mail. Hey. Red fans. So, you're right, Just. Hi, boss. Yes. So, the story in the Daily Mail, um, mm. uh, one writer, what's his name? Harry Mount or something. I think so, That's yes. That's a name, isn't it? Yeah, great. Harry name. Mount. Uh, who is upset. I can feel a headache coming on. <laughs> who is upset that there is no statue to Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, a year on tomorrow, of a course. A year on tomorrow until she died. And um, I think, we, of course, we need to have a statue to commemorate, celebrate, whatever. Margaret Thatcher and the impact she had in this country. You'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. What have you been out and about talking to people? What have they said? Yes, well, um, an hour ago, in I was in Toddington and it took me, what, a good hour or so to find anybody who said this is not a good idea. You actually received a text off the back of that saying typical of the people in Toddington to have those opinions. So what I've done, I've come back to Luton, the home of our studios. I've been asking people again about this, uh, this statue, this potential statue of Margaret Thatcher in her hometown Here's what people had to say. Madam, do you think there should be a statue? No, because I think she wrecked this country. How did she wreck this country? Well, things that she did with the miners and everything else. We've got no mines in this country now, no nothing. I mean, looking back, do, do you not have any respect for what she did? No, none at all. It's not something I would generally think about. I wouldn't think about her. I wouldn't want to see her anywhere. So if you saw a statue of Margaret Thatcher, just give me a quick yes or no. If you saw a statue... Would that offend you? It wouldn't offend me, but just why would they put a statue of Margaret Thatcher up? Because to some people, she achieved great things for this country. Like what? Clearly, you're not one of those fans, are you? No. <laughs> not really, no. This is so interesting, because everyone in Luton has only got bad things to say, yet when I was in Toddington, people had great things to say. <laughs> why did Margaret Thatcher not live up to your expectations? Things she done really. I mean, um, give me an example. Well, the coal miners. He, uh, the community she upset, you know. No. <laughs> Tell me why. Stealing from the poor to feed the rich. I mean, I know she had her supporters, and obviously, as a human being, her death needs to be treated with respect. But I don't think she needs a statue. No. I mean, in your opinion, did she do anything good for this country? No. Not one thing. No. And do you think if that statue was to be erected, it would be vandalised within, what, 24 hours? I fear it would be. Um, again, I think the watchword here is respect. Yeah. You have to respect her as a human being while deploring the things that she did. Uh, we got some Facebook comments, Just. Yeah. Andy says, it's a girl, Andy. Who would fund it? Another waste of money when people in this country are living in poverty. Everyone knows, knows who she was, why rub their noses in it. Rita says, she put the great back into Britain, even yeah. though it's gone now with this lot. It's just absolutely fascinating. From people to people, from town to town, you either loved her or you hated her. There was nobody in the middle. It was love or it was hate. And you've heard that this morning from Toddington to Luton. It, it, it's interesting. I was trying to think of a, a more divisive Prime Minister. Uh, I guess Tony Blair was divisive for different reasons, but, but very divisive. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably go along with that. I think, again, if I went out on the street and asked people about him, you'd either get people saying great things or, or very, very bad things. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And then there are the forgotten men. Who remembers the fact that Gordon Brown was Prime Minister <laughs> for a long time? John Major. Yeah. Where's John Major these days? Let's get him on the show tomorrow. Um, He's probably at Chelsea these days, watching Chelsea games. He's a, a big Chelsea supporter. He famously went to a Luton Town game once um, when Luton played Chelsea and um, people were chanting, Major, Major, what's the score? <laughs> oh, they, they could have been chanting much, much worse. Yeah, it could have been, yeah. Uh, Kelly Betts wants to play a game with us. All right, OK. And as we got no phone calls, mm-hmm. 08459 555. Would you like to play along? Yeah, I'll play the game, yes. OK, Ke- Kelly, what's the game? So, uh, Glastonbury lineup has been announced. Oh, for goodness yeah. sakes. And it's not target if, audience, mate. Uh, Glastonbury? Yes. Going for hundreds of years. Can't we talk about Bananarama? Oh, man. Those, ban- those Bananarama girls are so naughty. They are so much more beautiful now than they were in the 80s. How is that? I don't know. You look at their pictures, Justin. Yeah. Wow. Uh, maybe airbrushing? No, no, I don't know. I love right. Banana Arm. What happened okay. to the third one? Uh, don't is, this, know. is this thing on? Hello? Yes, Kelly. Oh, so, my game. Mm. So, if you want if you, if you 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 right? to Glastonbury, you yeah, need to pay your remaining balance today. K- Kelly, hang on a second. Kath looks a little bit knocked. What's wrong, Kath? No, I'm not knocked. I'm just waiting for something interesting. Now, come on. I would really like to have one of those um, chairs, like out of the voice. They're going <laughs> spare now, aren't they? <laughs> and I'll what? just sit there until I'm interested and then I'll turn. Do you want to swivel on it? Kath, do you yeah. want to play this game with us? She's swivelling. Look, she's okay. So when we've so got to get Kath in, tra- no, hang on, hang on, hang on, because this isn't working, Kelly. We want to get Kath. What are you doing? She's swivelling on her chair. Okay, so she's got her back to us now, just. Yep. Uh, so we need to do something interesting to get Catherine to swivel on it. Yeah. And um, say that she's going to hire us. I've got it. What? So here's my game. I don't think your game's going to. I'm gonna... going to yeah. describe to you. She swivelled more the other way. She's turned her back on even more against the us. The lineup, and okay. you need to guess who it is. Okay. okay. Yeah. First one. Three words. Yeah. The first, loving spoonful. First word. First word. The Beach Boys. The Beach Boys. Seven of them in a week. Days. Huh? Just days. Short, shorten it. There are seven days yeah, in a week. Short, shorten that word. A's. Shorten it the other way. Daz. Kath. Justin. No. Yeah, that. I'm going to turn my back in a Wait, second. Stop. Second word. The Saturdays. I think it's Spanish for the. Those those Saturdays are so naughty, oh, aren't they? They are. That they Frankie. Are. What a naughty girl. Hello. <laughs> Come uh, on, Kels, up your game. Come on. The Come second on. word... Kels, we've lost Kat. I think, <laughs> I think she stopped breathing. Spanish for the... Give her the kiss of life. Spanish for the... Say it. L. Huh? L. No. no. Can I just make a recommendation? Justin, Don't record this and this? use it as an audition. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. Justin, me and you. Catherine you speaks so Spanish. Yeah. Le. Justin? L. Le. Le. That's what was, French. What was the word before that? De la soul. Yes. Oh, one point to Ian. No, no point, no. Why? It's over. We've got... Right. Okay. Why? That was fun. Just. Yeah. Is there any way we can get um, Catherine to, to swivel on it? <sighs> Ian, to be quite honest with you, mate, can I... We've lost I come it. back, yeah. We've lost it, haven't we? Yeah. Do you want me was... to carry on? <laughs> no. One word. Go on. Go on. Not a brunette. Yeah. Blonde. Yeah. What? I extend that. Blondie. Yep, she's there. Right. Shall I, shall I do some more? Um, I might as well. I mean, nothing else is happening. Is it? Is anything else happening? I see if we've got. Um, hang on. Got one more. Okay. Go on. Two words. First word. The. <laughs> the doors. No. Uh, second right. word. The tremolos. Ah! Ah! I'll, I'll get Catherine to turn around. It was the whalers. The Whalers. Yeah. Yeah.
she's back in the room. This is an awful, awful song. I like the sentiment. Yeah, well, listen, if you don't like the song, then you're a racist. No. I'm a lover of music. Has the sirens always been on this track? I don't remember the sirens before. That's the radio police coming for you, Kelly, I'm afraid. Oh. Yeah, Kelly, we're going to yeah. turn your microphone off. Catherine's microphone is activated. No, don't. This is a great song, isn't it? We all know that racism is bad wherever you go. There is good and bad. I'm the piano keyboard. Okay, okay. Look, the sentiment of it is getting through to my withered soul. And I feel slightly better. Oh, listen, I'll be honest. Can I be honest, team? Kelly, yeah. uh, Catherine, Justin, all the guys that Two work words. throughout. No, second word. All the guys that Justin. work on the show throughout the day. Uh, I don't know their names. There's no real reason that I should know Matthew, their names. Yeah. Tony, Paul Scoyne. You may be aware of his work. He's on gardening leave. We're not allowed to mention him. Uh, we haven't delivered the goods today. Let me correct myself. I haven't delivered the goods today. Yeah. I've only... <laughs> this is what happens when you wind your producer up. That's what I'm saying. I, Justin, uh, yeah. apologise to you. It's OK. Uh, I apologise to you, Catherine. Good. Apologise to you, Kelly. I apologise to those other people you mentioned that work on the show. Apologise to I- Janet, she's not happy. Why is Janet not happy? She says, instead of starting it Mr Lee, it's Dear God. <laughs> Dear God, what rubbish is this, is Janet's. Doesn't she text in every day yeah. saying the show's rubbish? Yeah. Hey, Janet, is an idea. Switch over to heart love. Now, back to my apologising to my team. I've not delivered the goods today. I've not, I've not given you full pelt. Tomorrow, this is an Ian Lee guarantee. Oh, no, hang on. Tomorrow, I guarantee that I will deliver the best breakfast show this station has had since Simon Lederman left. Oh. Otherwise, everybody can claim back their um, licence fee. Oh. Um, just You just get in touch with the BBC. You will get your full licence fee back. This is inspirational. Tomorrow, hang on. How's yeah. this for a deal? Go. I'll bring in the coughs. You bring in the hobnobs. Let's crack on. Oh, I'll bring my hobnobs in. Yes. Come on, yes. Ka- Catherine, yeah? I've delivered an inspirational speech to the troops. I'm like Martin Luther King. You have, and then you're going to swan off, and I've got to set it up. Yeah. So I've got to provide the goods. Well, yes, technically, so your yes. promise is my business. I'll chip in. Well, Catherine's supplying Ian with the paints, and then Ian is making this beautiful picture. I'm, you're, you're the um, paint shop. I'm Picasso. Well, come on, let's not overstate things. Come on, you're art for art's sake. You're Athena. And I am... More. Fintan's cards. <laughs> no, hang on, I've got that wrong. Right, we filled enough time. Justin, thank you, bye-bye. Thank you, bye. Ta-ta. K- uh, Catherine, thank you, bye-bye. Yep. Kelly, thank you, bye-bye. Thank you, bye-bye. Alice, thank you. Hello. <laughs> oh, K- Alice, the, the, the wrong music started. I don't know what's That's happened fine. there. That's not a problem. It's, it's not, it is a problem. It's inappropriate behaviour. <laughs> no, it's a problem. It's a, the last ten minutes of the show, really. Absolutely. That wouldn't happen in tomorrow's show. It sounds like it's going to be so good. Yeah, tomorrow's show really is going to be the show. You do the travel, Acapulco, um, and I'll see what I can do here. Go. OK, the A1M southbound, slow going between Junction 9 for Letchworth and 7 for Stevenage. The M40 northbound, still problems there. One lane closed between 6 for Watlington and 8A for Oxford after a coach fire. And the M25 anti-clockwise, queuing between Junction 21 for the M1 and 16 for the M40. Public transport has no reported problems. I'm Alice Glossop, BBC Three Counties Radio. 
computer is absolutely knackered, Jonathan. I'm afraid you're going to have to go in Acapulco. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Well, never mind. Thank you very much indeed, Ian. Good morning. Welcome to the JVS Show. I'm Jonathan Vernon-Smith. Coming up today on this morning's Big Phone-In, I'm asking, is it true that older people are treated badly in hospital? Health watchdog Dame Julie Meller has said that today too many people, too many older people, are suffering in silence in hospitals across the UK. She's concerned they suffer misdiagnosis, poor staff attitudes, poor communication, substandard nutrition and a general...